Today, we bask in the light. You know what? Of mustachioed greatness. That is right. We are covering a movie based off the life of the legendary former football coach, sportscaster, and the namesake of the long-running Madden NFL video game series, John Madden! Oh, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, according to my notes, we're uh, scratched that we are covering 1995's The Maddening, a part psychological thriller, part feature piece on our nation's lack of quality mental health care, especially in rural areas. I can't believe this, but uh, we gave you a 1970s Burt Reynolds in Cannonball Run, and then we gave you a resurgent 1990s Burt Reynolds in uh, Boogie Nights. You think maybe we'd give you an 80s Reynolds, but we're not messing with that. We're going straight to bottom of the barrel 1990s Reynolds and the maddening. His wig is poofier than ever. His voice is more southern than ever. <laughs> and his mustache is, well, you know, fantastic as usual. Now let's downshift our four Thunderbird and put the pedal to the metal because I have two sons of bitches joining me today. And I don't want this podcast any longer than it already is. Now play that shit theme song. It's the Mustachio Podcast, you we're ready for the show. We'll watch moves, we'll make some jokes, and then we'll all go home. Navigating the legendary hairy upper lips, it's the Mustachio Podcast, you. curious how long y'all would be quiet. <laughs> well, we're waiting for you. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Welcome to the Mustachio Podcastio, everybody. <laughs> what is up? Welcome back. It's the Mustachio Podcastio. This is your host, Daniel Segura. We are doing this again. I keep making these, and I don't fucking know why, but we're doing it again. Um, I have brought back a, um, I mean, I'm not really 100% sure, but he is a fan favorite. His name is Mike Wood. A fan and, uh, favorite? A fan That's favorite. never been said about <laughs> me, so. <laughs> Y'all might remember him from the the great uh, movie Boogie Nights. Uh, he was in it. He was way in the background. You didn't see him. <laughs> no. Yeah. He was, <laughs> he was on the episode <laughs> of Estagio Podcastio for Boogie Nights. Did a great job. He is from the grind band. And we have another who would have thunk it? Another fan favorite. Good old Tim Yobo, the madman himself from Queens, is Man. back on the show. I'm not mad today. I'm feeling happy. Tim has progressed to fan favorite. Or do you just call everybody fan favorite? Yeah, you know, I'm just I don't doing that. He's fluffing us. That's what it is. Because we didn't hear that cold opening, so we yeah. don't know what he actually Tree said about us. Dragged our asses. <laughs> how do you spell the name of this podcast? I always try and retweet you, but then I'm like, the fuck? How do you spell mustachio? Just think <sighs> M-O-U-S-T. Ashio, perfect. Yeah, how everybody <laughs> spells it. It's <laughs> how the Europeans spell it. I keep it classy around here. Didn't now. I like have to send you a text message like I can't find your fucking podcast on iTunes? What the hell's going on? Yes, yeah, early on, and I was like, yeah, yeah. it's spelled weird. And uh, yeah, aren't I'm you like, like marketing, Daniel? Yeah, but you know, yeah, he's marketing to the Europeans. I guess <laughs> I am. I actually do have a decent listenership. <laughs> he's like, look. This he's shit ain't going to work in America, man. I got to go overseas with this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Europe's still reason. pretty big on mustaches, right? Yeah. And, Is this know, podcast like, still big on mustaches, or we got past that part? No, it's still, I mean, okay. we still honor the mustache around here. That's for sure. Yeah, some movies, it's a little bit of a stretch on who has a mustache. And it is a little bit of a stretch. It's like some guy has some peach fuzz or something. <laughs> but I will say today, 
there is no fucking question who is the honoree of this episode and that is once again we i feel like we're trying to cover burt reynolds like by decades um and now we have our 90s burt reynolds movie we have oh man Salt wow. and, Oy, and this is the second burt reynolds episode you've been on mike so you're gonna have to do the trifecta you need two i was on there, another what's 2000 burt reynolds <laughs> <laughs> by this time like look man 95 burt reynolds this is the only hair he has left is the mustache and i don't even know if that's real i hope it is i really do this it's wig i'm telling you there's no way that's real it's that so thing weird. doesn't it's a real wig <laughs> it's a real wig i will give you that Tim. i do like that he went salt and pepper with the wig though you know, it was like, you know, I'm not fooling anybody, right? I yeah, make- you know, I, yeah, hats off to him on that. He, they, he gave a little ground at the wig store. <laughs> They're like, Bert, you can't just have jet black hair. And you know what? It's 20% off. And you could puff. use it, that 20% discount right about now, couldn't the, you? The, <laughs> no shit. But the puffy perm look that he decided to go with. I love it, dude. I'd, well, I'd you know, rock you know, that shit. That's actually pretty good because it looks like... If that was like your real hair and you were going to get that hair out, it was because you were thinning on top and you were trying to cover it up, which would mean that you're trying to use your real hair to cover up that bald spot. So as the ultimate fake out, the whole thing is just a wig. Genius. It is kind of weird, though, because you look at like Gator and stuff like that. and You're like, Bert, that's not your hair, dude. Like it doesn't it doesn't have that consistency or texture like. At what at what age did it just become much thicker than it is in any Well, of he your has other that things? William Shatner itis, doesn't he? Where like the older you get, the thicker your hair gets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, is that like, what I have to look forward to? <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. Great. <laughs> That's definitely what it is. Yeah, his hair, um the first time I laid eyes on it in this movie, I was like, All right, this is gonna be a fucking movie. Like we got Yeah, it fits well. It fits very well in, in this movie. And I had never ever heard of this. Have any of y'all heard of this? Nope. Movie? No. Nope. nope. I came Which across bu- this because you asked me to do a movie and I forgot about <laughs> it. And like three days before, you said, <laughs> What movie are we doing? And I'm like, Oh, hold on a second. And I figured you already did Chuck Norris because there was a Chuck Norris movie I was thinking about doing, but you just did one. So yeah. I figured, Who's the next big mustachio guy? And mm. you haven't done a Burt Reynolds movie for a while. So I was looking at one. There was something called Crazy Six. Remember oh, I said to you, right. Ice-T, Mario Van Peebles, Rob Lowe, and I think like two or three other big fucking hitters in the movie. With Burt Reynolds. With Burt Reynolds, yeah. Wow. Of course. And I watch it, and like the first 30 minutes of it is literally just like a fucking music video of this hot European chick singing and everything else revolving around her with just everybody looking at her for like three minutes straight. What? Yeah, it's it looks like it should have been such a good movie with that cast because Mario Van Peebles has a little fucking Chihuahua dog who has diabetes, so he has to keep giving him, <laughs> he has to keep giving the fucking dog insulin shots throughout the movie. Uh, so wait, sad. Tim doesn't pick that movie. He picked no, no, no. This it's, shit. You said at one point you said this movie slows down a little bit. This movie, Crazy Six. Watch the first. Three minutes of it, and you will see how fucking slow that movie is, and how many times it cuts back to just some blonde chick singing in a nightclub. Huh. I don't know, Tim. I'm a little torn. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Tim. All right, look. Correct me if I'm wrong. Watch the first... Just give it five minutes of that movie and tell me if it's not the slowest fucking thing you've ever seen. Well, we'll, we'll get into this movie at minute 31. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Well, you know what? Maybe, uh, maybe when when uh, Tim and, and Mike come back, maybe we'll cover Crazy Six. Yeah, <laughs> then uh, you get your iced tea uh, double up. Oh yeah, we'll get iced tea. He'll be official. He'll be an official mustachioso, which is what I call. Him. And that will be Burt Reynolds trifecta. Yeah, I mean, oh, actually, no, Burt Reynolds. I thought I covered another Burt Reynolds movie. Shit. Oh yeah, I covered the one with Faustus. Um, the Cannonball Run. Oh, that's oh, oh shit. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So this is the third. Uh, I, so thought, I always thought you were going to cover uh, that Fu Manchu, whatever, what was that one with Faustus? Yeah, that's going to be his sophomore episode. So. I thought, I was like, oh shit, is that Burt Reynolds? I was going to say, wait a second, Burt Reynolds <laughs> as Fu Manchu? Holy <laughs> fuck, I could see it, but holy fuck. Man, if only, huh? <laughs> Dom DeLuise is Genghis Khan. Oh. <laughs> now that's a movie, all right? That'd be a good movie from the late seventies for sure. I would watch that. Um, but no, back to the maddening. Yes, um, the John maddening. The John maddening, <laughs> sponsored by EA Sports. Sponsored by EA <laughs> Wigs. The original Madden curse. Yeah, I'd never heard of this movie, and when it kicked off, um, I was like, "This is gonna be a thing. This is gonna be." What the fuck is this, Tim? Uh, is this a movie? This is... Did it come out? Is this just like a show? Look, when I went on IMDb, they described this movie as, quote, an erotic thriller. It yes, that's what, I said. that's what I said to Daniel. I said, like, hey, I just found a fucking erotic thriller with Burt Reynolds and Angie Dickinson in it, and it's like 1995. There's no eroticism in this movie, unless you enjoy, uh, like, force. Uh, yeah, I guess that's what they're calling it. Yeah, if you if you like, um, if you're into uh, chicks, di- maybe taking pisses. Yeah, if you're into <laughs> pissing in rooms, dead kids, and forcible rape, then you are uh, in for an erotic thriller, everybody. Yeah, because a little, little bit later on, Daniel, uh, a little bit further into the show, get into the text messages I was sending you. With, like, how would you like to see a movie where blank 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 happens? <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tim was trying to... He's giving me the hard sell on this movie all week because you guys are trying to get me on this show since Tuesday. <laughs> and yeah, Mike's hard to get to do anything. I think so. when I said uh, a certain word about something, <laughs> it was like, all right, you're in. Tim's like, oh, there's this scene where this happens and that happens. I'm like, all right, fine, Tim, I'll do the movie. And it's like, not, I wasn't it, lying about the scene, right? Well, because also it was like it was supposed to rain this weekend. And it's my mom's birthday weekend, so I'm like, all right, fine. Oh, I'll just happy bu- birthday to uh, Mike's mom. I'll yeah, just book birthday. a, you know, book the podcast because, like, whatever. I'm not going to go outside. It's uh, perfectly clear outside at the moment. So, <laughs> <laughs> sucker. <laughs> yeah, it it's perfectly clear outside. Half the co- well, fifty-one percent of the country is out in the streets <laughs> celebrating without torches. The, and we're the- talking about the John Maddening. Yes. The new you know, Madden football game just came out. I, I was telling Daniel, I was really hoping that John Madden was going to do the cameo as Daddy. Because uh, there is somebody named Daddy in the credits. In the opening credits of this movie. Yep. And this is a pretty famous guy, that motherfucker, too. Yeah. Daddy. Yeah, I was hoping that... Uh, <laughs> I was hoping Matt Madden would come out and be like... Um, Calling plays and from know. the wheelchair, you know? He's like, all right, guys, all right, guys, we're right there. We just- button hook, button hook. <laughs> Cross cut. Yeah, he's like Burt Reynolds, like old football buddy from high school. <laughs> yeah, his old coach. 
Oh man, that would have been even better. Or if wait, no, 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 coach? no, no, his corner man, as we might, if you paid attention. Oh, oh, yeah, oh man, yeah. how man, John Madden as a quarter man, that would be fucking great. Yes, just him, him smacking the fucking ring down, <laughs> throwing in the towel because because <laughs> because Drago just fucking killed you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, it's 10 minutes in. Let's break this movie down. This is called The Movie Breakdown. It's The Movie Breakdown. About the movie called The Maddening. Not the John Madden, the video game guy. It's about Burt Reynolds. His mustache has gone crazy. Movie Breakdown. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the movie kicks off. This how this podcast goes? Yeah, I don't even care. Okay. Yeah, there's no soundboard. He just does it like Michael Tucker style. Yeah. I, I Man, you got segments like now? Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, shit. Pretty soon he's going to be selling fucking mattresses that you get in the mail. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, yeah, we should say, by the way, this is a perfect time for it. This episode is brought to you by Blue Chew. Go ahead and use your <laughs> pro, uh, <laughs> promo code mustachioed. Uh, Daniel, how do we spell that again? M O U S T S O. Yeah, the movie kicks off, and we hear like a kid's voice. Um, we hear like children's voices holding out notes. Like it's like something from Pan's Labyrinth or some shit. I was immediately pissed because <laughs> the first fucking five minutes of this movie is a girl having a tea party, and, and I'm she like, can't, she fucks up a line still. I'm like, Tim, you fuck. What the hell, dude? She's playing like in her front yard, which seems so fucking dangerous to me. Yes, I saw that too. I was like, wait, she can't play a little closer to the house? Or like a fucking car could hit her with where she's sitting, basically. Dude, she's like way out there. It would have been and better for her if she put it in the street, Tim. The way things end up going. True. <laughs> and then like she's playing with an invisible uh, little imaginary invisible friend <laughs> imaginary friend. same thing you know invisible imaginary yeah well invisible would mean that it's actually somebody there <laughs> that happens to be invisible by the way this shit is dropped so fast i thought i'm telling you i thought this movie was going to be like 10 different things before it yep. became what yeah, it was yeah tricking me i was mm -hmm. like oh is this gonna be like some ghost kid fucking shit going on no no <laughs> Unfortunately not. This I be kept like... looking in the background for while she's having the tea party with like some kids in white dresses going, One, two, Freddy's coming <laughs> for you. But no. Oh, man. Then... Burt Reynolds is Freddy? This would have been much better. Oh, oh wow. But he would have had to take his wig off because Freddy doesn't have hair. <laughs> not that. Whoa. I don't Imagine think so. Freddy with Burt Reynolds' wig on. He only Freddy with hair. <laughs> he only kills kids named Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea. Like. A fucking burned He's very up. Very specific about who he kills. Like a and stupid kid. So, go ahead, Mike. A man who looks like a burnt hot dog, but with like a full head of Reynolds hair. I so he looks it, like dude. a burnt sandwich. <laughs> I don't know. Don't ask Candace. She's the sandwich queen, apparently. Um, Candace, we have to bring her up every. Is episode. that a self-described? Uh, she calls herself the sandwich queen. No, that's what I've coined. Oh, okay. Out. Just now, I think that's the first time I've heard that. <laughs> yeah, I just came up with it at the top of my brains. Uh, be careful, um, she just got a Chromebook, so it's only a matter of time before she's oh, on the show. I can't show. wait to get her on the show. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. We're going to have a full sandwich segment. I, I like it. 
like the most of the show will probably be about that. You know what? Maybe we can do a sandwich type movie. Y'all, you need to help me find a mustache in a movie that has sandwiches involved in it. I'm sure it's mm. out there. Once That's you're done with on X um, hamster, yeah. Yeah, probably. Once you're done with mustache movies, are you going to do a sandwich podcast, but spell it also some weird European way? Or yes, um, the sandwichio, <laughs> the super sandwichio podcast. Yeah, and it's spelled like S A U N D sandwich. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to do pun podcasts until I die. It's just, yeah, it's just the rest all, of my life. That's I've all decided. Of us. I know, right? Um, so we thought it was dangerous for her to be fucking playing out in the yard. And what what happens? Some dude snatches her up and like starts screaming at her face. But it turns out it's her dad. It's just um, daddy. Daddy it's won. Just, it's just daddy. They they run into the house and we meet the beautiful Mia Saro who plays Cassie Osborne in this movie. And we get the weird line. Wait, that's just so everybody knows. That's Ferris Bueller's girlfriend. Yes, that is. She's a she's a grown ass woman now. And we get the line here where the dad says. Daddy Monster got hungry. Daddy Monster want to eat little necks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and the little girl, okay, this is like, I wrote this down because she says this like five times throughout the whole fucking movie with, oh, daddy. Oh, I know. It's. I thought this was daddy at first. I thought so, too. Also, thought well, there's two daddies in this movie. Um, oh. Three daddies, really. Wow. Count Bert. Technically. Um, yeah, and he's kind of like a bear daddy, isn't he? He's a he well, daddy. Yeah. Uh, he, so this guy, I thought when I first, when this first turned on, I'm like, oh, well, this guy's not long for this movie because this, this man <laughs> cannot act. Like every one of his lines is delivered like he's screaming or it's the first time he's ever read it. Uh, it sounds like yeah, the director a... told him, sound like this. And then the director <laughs> took the very first take. Because he's like stumbling on all, all over the place. Like, it, <sighs> This it's man, uh, he they couldn't even buy him a suit that fits. <laughs> well, it is 95. Give him a break. Yeah, well, you know, does this movie really have a budget for wardrobe? No, I don't know, Tim. Their own clothes. The suit that they have this guy wear for the whole movie, it, it they, they couldn't have got that thing tailored? You I think watched... it might have been Chicky's uh, old... Uh... <laughs> oh, man, do you think Chicky was originally this role? Like, he was daddy? Oh, they're like, sorry, we can't exchange the clothes. You're going to have to wear Chicky's clothing. Yeah, because The Simpsons came out with that episode about Big Daddy. And they're like, hey, you know what? It'd be too spot on. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you go back and you see some of those 90s sitcoms, and the guys are wearing suits like three times bigger. It's so weird why that was cool or popular at one point. Because it made you look bigger. It makes no fucking sense. Makes you, you don't have like to work out, but it suit. looks like you worked out. It makes it, yeah, it makes it look like you're wearing your dad's suit when you were 10. It's I'm just, a big boy. Are you a big boy? <laughs> okay. But I have to say, like, when this guy appeared on screen, I'm like, oh, this is an erotic story. This dude's going to fuck. Like, that's the thing. Like, yeah. we Wait, got the, you saw this guy, and the thing that you thought is. Oh, we're going to get to see him fuck? That's what I thought I was going to have to see him fuck, Tim, oh, okay. because it looked like a typical Skinamax casting. Like, he's I'm... got the same hair and everything, and I'm like, oh, here we go. He's going to just be... Here's something. Him. See, so too right... bad Bobby isn't here. Maybe we can do a lifeline. This guy was in fucking Nightmare Part 2. Oh, God. <laughs> no way. Yes, I saw that on the fucking IMDb, and I'm like, wait, I know he wasn't the fucking main character. Was he, like, one of the main character's fucking asshole friends? Yeah, he was one of the main characters fucking assholes. Yeah. Uh, well, hey, that's Freddy Nightmare Part 2. <laughs> that was a, uh, was a subtext. 
So when he says, Daddy Monster want to eat little necks, the little girl says, little necks are clams, Daddy. <laughs> no, you have to start what the way the she did. fuck? Oh, Daddy. She just keeps saying it like all this yeah. guy does. It, oh, I guess all he does is tell dad jokes. And that's why she just keeps saying, oh, Daddy. And so the dad's like, yeah, how, the, how does she know? Like, how does she know this? You know, and I'm like, what the fuck is happening? So yeah, then, that's right, because this kid is in fucking kindergarten. Yeah, and she fucking takes off. The kitchen's a fucking mess. Like, like I guess what? they're moving in. What is know. this mom doing? Is she building like a central AC unit or some <laughs> shit? She's got that like, fucking. And she's making like fucking jaws of fucking spaghetti sauce all over the place. <laughs> I know. It's like, dude, you don't mix your like fucking metal piping with spaghetti. Like, what the hell's going on? That's insane. Um, you know, Mia Sarah, who's Cassie. Um, she obviously isn't someone you get with to keep your house in order. Uh, she, she's, uh, I guess it's subscribe that they just moved in. That's what I'm thinking. Because you, later on, we see there's a bunch of shit tarped up. No, like, but wait, hold on. They, they don't really say anything about whether or not they moved in. No, Because at one they, point when he says, come with me to Texas, she's like, oh, the house is a mess. Yeah, no, it is, Tim. Like They make reference to like they just moved here. Like, yeah, that they the just neighbors. got this house, like, this is, like, that's why she's putting in the AC unit herself. So they got everything what tarped off. So what does this to the movie? It huh? doesn't. It doesn't. What does, what Don't does this service the fucking story? I none of, they none just of the moved first... into the house and it's a fucking mess. None of the first five minutes mean anything. They just totally switch gears well, at one point. Well, no, the first five minutes kind is some of. little fucking kid talking to her imaginary friend. Well, kind of, because so in the next scene, we get the corny-ass dad telling his kid goodnight. And the kid talks ab- talks about how she's reading, uh, uh, was it Br'er Rabbit or whatever the fuck? Yeah, this and- this girl's reading Song of the South. <laughs> <laughs> That's where like, they move damn. from. They move from. Oh, well, I was gonna say Georgia, but hats off Georgia. They move from fucking Tennessee. <laughs> hats off Georgia. Speaking of Georgia, we have someone named Georgina. In this movie, so there you go. Oh Georgia. shit! Wow, look at that. Yeah. Uh, I got Georgia very, on my mind. Very confused, Angie. Yeah, she describes this story. She, she describes the story she's been reading and basically gives away the <laughs> the climax of the film. Yeah, don't need to watch Song of the South, kids. There you go. There you go. And we find out that her imaginary friend's name is Annabelle, which is creepy as fuck as it is. And yeah, because I'm like James Wan, you fucking hack. I know, right? <laughs> And he gives her a doll who she now names Annabelle. I'm like, yeah. oh, cool. This is going to be a haunted doll story. I got to tell no. you, though. <sighs> Wait, a haunted when... doll story? Is it an erotic thriller? <laughs> hey. Hey, Chucky, what the fuck are Chucky's you doing? kind of an erotic thriller if you think about it. <laughs> okay. I-, I was kind of afraid, though, that, like, because she was reading, you know, Song of the South. I was think- I was like, oh, no. I hope her imaginary friend's not like Uncle Remus because that would be a real... <laughs> <laughs> White fire. I'm gonna close. Uncle that door Reem before. us. <laughs> what well, is an erotic thriller? So. If that's not a porno already, that needs to be Uncle Reem us. <laughs> uh, I think over, Buck girl. Henry would be in that. <laughs> I'm about to ream you, girl. So it looks like Cordy has been uh, gone for some time because they start making out and she's saying she missed him so much. And so obviously it's not like he just got home from work, even though we have no fucking idea. This is and when then, I thought he was like, oh, he's going to fuck. Yeah, this looks like, oh, cool. Here's the erotic part. Yeah, um, but he fucks it up. 
He f I know. Why would you say that while you're making out with her? Well, you know, get it out. Also, I got a lot of problems with this scene. So go no, ahead. if there's Explain anything, you got to get, ahead, get out of the way. That's the Push. thing you got to get out of the way before you open up your mouth. <laughs> get us through this thing, Mike. Get us through this thing. Okay, so they start making out of the bed, right? And he ruins it. But like you're saying, you know, wait till after, maybe, right? Yeah. But he says he has to go on another business trip. And she flips the fuck out. Yeah. Insane. She starts hitting him in the face and all yeah, that. Yeah, she it's fucking like, really pops him, it looks like, on that first one. <laughs> and he's like, well, ho wait, hold on a second. We're in a recession, goddammit. They laid off a third of the company. I gotta... If I have to go travel for business, I have to travel. You want this new house? No and she, shit. She's all pissed about it and everything. He's like, well, what the fuck do you want me to do? And here it is. It's like, he starts talking about his boss. And I'm like, oh, here we go. This is a movie where, like, this guy's fucking his boss on the business trips, you know. It's a real mm -hmm. erotic thriller. Yeah. It's going to be some sort of murder mystery going some on. I'm like, oh, okay, here we go. Yeah. Here we go. Where does Bert factor into this? I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh. But what's funny is she, one of the things that she says after she smacks him twice is she's like, so you were just going to, basically, paraphrasing, but you were going to fuck me and then tell me that you had to go? It's like, he just told you before he fucked you. I know, so, she's, she's also, getting mad at him anyway. She's gaslighting his job! Which, hats off to her for gaslighting him. Hats off. And he says, he's like, well, why don't you and the kid come with me on this business trip? And she's like, no, the house is a mess. I'm like, okay, hold on now. Yeah, she doesn't say we haven't go. finished fixing the house. She says the house is a mess. And I like it because he goes, oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, and he gives her a look like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, That's you've been fun. here all day. <laughs> the house is still a mess. <laughs> oh, yeah, is this where we get to find out that the little kid learned how to spell dinosaur? That's when he's speaking to his boss. Oh, yeah. I no, can't she tells that. him that today that she... Oh, she, yeah, oh, she yeah. tells yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. she learned I don't how to spell dinosaur. Well, first grade dinosaur? Mm-hmm. Really? Okay. She can't even read yet. Well, what are they so, teaching uh, in Queens, Tim? I don't know. <laughs> oh, public education, no good. They learn well, how to spell hot school. dog. Get me a hot dog. <laughs> Get me a hot dog. That's the first thing you learn as a kindergartner in Queens. Hey, look. When the priest in Catholic school tells you to bring him a hot dog, you run the other way. All right, kids. <laughs> this is how you pronounce it. I'm walking here. I'm walking here. All right, everybody. I'm walking everybody. here. I'm walking here. You just walk past a kindergarten classroom. <laughs> the pre-K the pre teacher tells Timmy, now go get me the mustard, Timmy. <laughs> go get your shine box, motherfucker. <laughs> that's fifth grade, right? That's <laughs> yeah, that's fifth grade. So, uh, yeah, so they get in this big old fight, and she, and he, he even offers, like, to take them to Texas, where his, yeah. his business trip yeah. is, and she's like, no, we can't go, and that's when she brings up that she just started school, and they can't be leaving now, so it is what it is, we see the dad, <laughs> it is what it is, kind of kills everybody. the erotic thriller with the boss, if you're, you're going to invite your wife and kid, you're not banging your boss. Yeah, and that's when I knew right away, like, oh, he actually is, like, into this, you know, woman, and he doesn't want to. I don't know, when I saw the boss, I was like, oh. Here we go. Oh, They're yeah, gonna no, fuck. She's, yeah, she's, she's a power fuck. <laughs> yes. Like, you know she's wearing full lingerie under that. Oh, like, yeah, like, guard belt, everything. Yes. Uh, we've watched way too much 90s porn. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't That's we all, though? Shit. I mean, that was... Yeah. She's got that short, is she a lesbian hair? Is she not a lesbian? Yes. Maybe she'll sleep with me and her friend. She's, yeah, she's very... I don't know uh, about you guys, but, uh, you know, as a kid, those free preview weekends... 
of certain pay TV channels that my parents didn't get. You know, that that shaped a lot of my childhood. I'm sure it did. <laughs> Isn't it amazing how they do it on the weekends? So you get that? That's what it is. Yeah, it was like, come on, kids, mark it on your calendar. Cinemax is free this weekend. Yep. Cinemax. (laughs) So uh, this, by the way, dad's name is David, and he he tells this boss, like, hey, I I just missed my little girl's first day of school. I mean, she came back and she could spell dinosaur. I can't even spell dinosaur. I'm like, Uh, you're fired. He says that as a joke, but I knew he was serious. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I say. You're fired. You just told your (laughs) boss she can't spell fucking dinosaur. Your kindergarten kid who's got a fucking crazy kooky friend named Annabelle can spell it. (laughs) The, the boss lady basically says, well, either you go or you look for another job and stop bitching See, about but it. But this is when I thought it was still like, oh, she's keeping this guy around a fuck type of scenario because, like, he's real stupid, right? But she, it's like, ah, yeah. oh, she's got him around because yeah. he's the muscle, you know? Like, she's bringing him He on. looks doofus. Yeah. She's bringing him on the business trips, and like like Tim said, you know, she's, she's a real power fuck, so. But that's not the case. Yeah, man. That's not the case at all. Yeah, no. And, uh... Like Throwing we us don't see her anymore. This actually, the plot of this movie makes no sense. It doesn't. You know, we get a random voiceover. All of a sudden, after this, we get a random voiceover of Cassie saying some shit. Well, if Daddy can just take off, so can yeah. Me. So yeah, I guess uh, <laughs> fuck the messy house, right? So this is when they threw out the other script they were writing, right? And they're like, "Oh shit, we got Burt Reynolds, so we're no longer gonna make like a Skinamax movie." We're gonna make yeah, because a... at this point we can't find anybody who wants to be in an erotic thriller with. <laughs> <laughs> and they just decide to do the major plot point for the entire movie off fucking screen. When she goes, I guess we'll take a road trip now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No... And then they pop into Christine. <laughs> yeah, and like yeah, <sighs> because you could have used a phone call with her sister. Where they go back and forth, and she decides to go, but no, they, I think they. Cut oh, that, that out fucking of the film. sister! I got oh, some I can't problems wait with to get to her. Yeah, I cannot wait. She's maybe one of my favorite characters, <laughs> just because she's so <laughs> annoying. Um, so they're heading down the road, and um, you know, I guess I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get why she's so mad at this dude. Like he's trying to get keep this job. I'm. I'm not trying to say like they just bought a new house, maybe. So that's expensive. And she yeah. knows he's a salesman, right? He's doing some kind of thing. Oh, wait. Salesman is some, like, venture capital shit where they try and turn around a biotech company. What? Some bullshit. He's in some... That was one of the lies that the fucking lady boss laid on him. Like, if we turn this biotech company around, the bosses upstairs will kiss our ass for a week. Yeah, only Tim would have gotten that. <laughs> well, Tim, I'm so hey, glad look, you I, I thought it was getting ready to turn into a porn movie, and I hear her talking about kissing ass. I'm like, oh, shit. This is going to be a good one. Yeah, he, starts, <laughs> he starts transcribing <laughs> it line for line at that point. And he's like, he had a zipper halfway down and then had to zip it back. <laughs> Countdown to rim job. <laughs> uh, I'm like, that's why she has such short hair. <laughs> so instead of taking the kid to the beach, <laughs> your catchphrase at home, Tim. Count down to rim job, and your wife knows that's when she shouldn't go in the room. Uh, my Thursday is my night, my next day off, so I'll come home and like, count down the rim job. <laughs> <laughs> then I get a frying oh. pan to the head. Uh, that sounds about right. Uh, so instead of taking her, instead of taking the kid to the beach or to Six Flags, she drives to where like Deliverance was filmed. Six Flags. <laughs> <laughs> 
don't know. Somewhere wow. from. They're in fucking Florida, right? They can't go yeah, to Disneyland? Yeah, they're going to Tampa. Or... Not Orlando. Kind of they're going to oh. fucking Tampa, which is like, you know, a great place to bring a kid, I guess. Yeah, because isn't that like where the most strip clubs in Florida or possibly like the whole country are located? Probably. She pulls over to a shoddy gas station because the kid's creepy ass doll has to take a leak. Apparently, so this she movie says, is the whole, the, this whole movie is the kid's fault. It really is. Uh, totally. yeah, that's right. Because did she really need gas? Not probably not, and she probably didn't need to go to the bathroom either i it was very confusing wait a second though that's a 1956 chevy how many gallons to a mile does that thing get <laughs> two it's a thunderbird how many miles to a gallon i should say who knows probably not much so like maybe that's why she needs the stuff to get, get no you said it right, like because it's how many miles to a gallon <laughs> or gallons to a mile <laughs> All right, close enough. How many miles? Like one. But I like how when she opened up the bathroom door to show it to the kid, she's like, "Whoa, this is really bad, dude." It looks like Candyman bathroom. Candyman like. bathroom. <laughs> That's the rating system. It goes all the way down to Candyman for bathrooms. Like, holy shit! You're gonna let your little girl go into that fucking dark shitter? Do you think people like? Uh, do you think people Yelp review public restrooms? Like, is that a thing you can do? Ooh. Which one of us is going to look it up? Because I'm going to start reviewing them as one star, Candyman. <laughs> <laughs> I love the, the one thing you took away from that movie, Daniel, is like, man, those bathrooms, though, am I right? <laughs> I'm all about cleanliness, man. It just stayed with me. The scariest part of Candyman was the bathrooms. Damn, It man. was. That was the scariest part for me. Uh, what do you think so- the fucking bathroom looks like in the Hellraiser world? Oh my god, it's gotta be a lot of hooks all over the place. It right? probably just has that big like spike dildo from seven and it's right inside the Yeah, tub. you gotta sit on it. Like there's no other you, option. You have to. If you gotta go. Wait, gotta what if go. you gotta just take a piss? Well, yeah, well they got piss on yeah. it. Just piss on it. And then someone gets you from behind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you're Somebody gets from when behind you with flush, that dildo. Yeah. When you flush, it gets you from behind too. <laughs> hey, there's something wrong with this bidet. <laughs> Shouldn't be bleeding. <laughs> Imagine some guy coming out to Hellraiser to Pinhead and be like, hey man, shitter's backed up. God damn it. That's the third time this week. So, Bert, we get our first look at puffy haired Bert Reynolds. Oh, who is, God. Um, he, just staring at her. This. What is he doing, dude? Like, he's got this, like, like a cigarello, right? Like, he doesn't even have a full cigar. He's smoking these, like, half cigars the whole movie. Uh-huh. He's got these little tiny dicks in his mouth. He's all... <laughs> <laughs> what the Yeah, those are commonly referred Norm to McDonald. as uh, little tiny dicks in your mouth. Um, he's also... That's a classic Norm McDonald bit. We're also nice. in, like, real, like... And, I, you know, I kind of like it. We're in Fat Reynolds. Right, like so, he's got that big pudge coming out. Get the beer gut. He yeah. he really likes it. He prefers when they shoot him from the stomach up. If you realize, like <laughs> it's like, please don't, please frame that out. But he looks yeah, you hardly see the gut. Like he looks majestic from this window, though. It's like, damn, here he is. He's gonna save the movie, everybody. Here's Bert, our hero. <laughs> save the movie. <laughs> Instead, he comes out. He has a little bit of conversation with her, and and I think he mentions like he talks about the car, and she mentions it was her dad's. He's like, oh, yeah, he's very sentimental about your dad, and oh, and something I, like that. And he's like, so am I. You know what I thought about uh, Daniel? I was like, oh, this is an erotic thriller. They're gonna fuck. She's into in dad. In the back of that car. Yeah. 
While the kids in the bathroom. (laughs) While the kids in the bathroom, you had real quick just pull one off inside that Thunderbird. Yeah, Um, by the time he gets his fucking girdle off, she's already out of the bathroom. (laughs) By the way, Reynolds tries to work in some sort of South Floridian slash. Oh, it's glorious. It's it's (laughs) the only thing better is John Voight trying to do a Cuban accent in Anaconda. (laughs) But Burt Reynolds like once met a guy from Florida. (laughs) He's like trying to do that or something. Doesn't so he come from Florida, or wasn't he like in Florida for like a really fucking? I long think he time? was right, but Probably. like not this part of Florida. It's like, yeah, one time I took oh, a road no. trip. That's how they talk. Exactly, and uh, he works that in, and we see the little girl coming through Samantha, and he says, "Well, look at here, Truman. Two little dolls, and I bet one of them talks." <laughs> like, uh, the actually, fuck? both of them talk, <laughs> right? <laughs> they do, and one and both of them pee. It, it, it's a, both of them pee. Apparently, both of them pee. <clears throat> So, uh, yeah, I was like, okay, I guess, well, look at here, Truman was a saying at some point, because I've never heard of that, um, and I can't believe the mom then denies her free a free moon pie for the Well, room. okay, hold on, hold on, Daniel. There's a reason she denies it, because Burt Reynolds gives that kid a serious look, and he looks right <laughs> into her eyes, and he says, nothing makes a trip better than a moon pie. <laughs> like, well, yeah, what? Well, there's also, don't they have some kind of, like, red hots and some <laughs> chocolate-covered nougat with peanuts wrapped in oh, plastic? Oh, some crazy-ass, like, it reminded me of the, uh, do y'all remember Sha- Shaquille O'Neal had his own candy bar? What? What? Yeah, yeah. Shaq the, the, bar? The, the, there was a Shaq bar, He has bar, a, yeah. a, Shaquille O'Neal has a chicken place, like, two blocks from where I live. No shit. Yeah. But Any I good? Well, I don't know, I haven't been there. <laughs> they don't deliver. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not gonna, I'm not getting Corona going into Shaq's chicken. Store. Yeah. With uh, the NBA over, Shaq's actually bringing the food to you. He's like, oh, you order this up. Yeah, you order from DoorDash and Shaq shows up. It's great. <laughs> yeah, he delivers it in his sheriff's car. <laughs> but I didn't know he had a candy bar too. Damn, man. Yeah, he had a candy bar for a short time, and it was like basically was it like extra long. It was extra thick and long. Oh um, boy, Shaq style. Yeah, it was like your forearm, dude. It was huge. Shackcock. What was it called? Was this, was this after he did Kazam because they had that scene where all the candy fell from the sky? And he's like, no, oh, I got to get in was... on this shit. Wait, is that it... the one with Sinbad in it? Oh, stop. It had to, <laughs> it had to have been the, the late 90s because I remember it was like everything. It had clusters. It had, I think, pretzel bites. It had I'm looking little it chocolate up. chips. Okay, it, so yeah, is it like all the fucking leftovers it's called from all the other fucking... Mr. Big. Oh, boy. <laughs> you can get one on the sports memorabilia website here for $292. Holy oh, shit. You know what? It. We should get it and give it to Bobby and see if it tastes worse than those fucking Twix that were outdated. Okay, you can get one on eBay. The description is Shaquille O'Neal Mr. Big Chocolate Candy Bar Non-Edible Unopened. (laughs) (laughs) Unedible. So let's see. Mm. uh, You can also get that same thing on Amazon. I want to know what's in it. It's from Cadbury. Oh, so nothing good. It was a bunch of random shit. Like everything. It's like a fucking check mix with chocolate on it. Almost. I uh, I know it may have had some caramel in there. Okay. Some... Here you go. Ready? Yes. Go ahead. Layered vanilla wafer coated in caramel, peanuts, and rice crisp and covered in chocolate. Yeah, there Sounds you go. Sounds good. There you go. It actually was good from what I remember. Sounds um, like an upgrade a kid, Snickers, so. you know? Yeah, it was pretty dope. And, uh, yeah, so after she... Uh, e- either way, after she denies the moon pie, I was like, you know what this... 
this chick dies. No, 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 no. because that's a little bit weird. Because the kid comes out of the bathroom and she's like, oh, mommy, I'm hungry. And right away, Burt Reynolds talks to, maybe that guy's name is Truman, the fucking metalhead guy. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. oh God. And all of a sudden, like, what do we got inside for her to eat? Like, I thought he was just being a good your salesman. Role, man. Yeah. I thought he was being a good salesman. He was like, He's what being do we a got? Pushy motherfucker. Moon pies, Snickers, yeah. Milky Ways. It's a kid. Come on, yeah. buy something for your kid, you cheap ass. Yeah. Yeah, because how does he make money? Who knows? I don't think he's selling candy bars. <laughs> you got to push that candy, <laughs> man. He, he, yeah, it's he, like movie theaters. That's where you make your money. You should also say, Daniel, there's a big plot point here that I think we've skipped over is that while they're there, He's uh, looking at the car because mom was like, oh, it's making a weird noise. Yeah, that's right. She asked oh, him to take wild a look Bill. at the oil. What's that sound? We take a look at the oil, and then Reynolds actually comes out of the... She, when she sees him coming from the bathroom, he's like, oh, looks like your water pump was leaking. I went ahead and fixed that for you. So apparently a water pump was also... That's, I was also like, water pump making a rattling sound? What the fuck? Well, hold on. I don't have a car. I don't know too much about fixing cars. But if your water pump has a leak, 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 yeah. how easy is it to fix? Is that something you can just do in like two seconds? I don't think... I think you got to replace it, dude. Yeah. I don't think that's And a this is a 56 Chevy, right? Yeah. So... Oh, well, yeah. Back then, just put some duct tape on that shit. You're good, dude. Yeah, probably. Just spin on it. Just spit on it. <laughs> He'll spit on something later. He took a little bit of his wig off, stuck <laughs> it in a hole. <laughs> Borrow some of this. So uh, yeah, and then the guys. So Reynolds starts telling her that there's a shortcut to get to where she needs to go. The oh, gas station guy. Hold gets on. Super excited. I gotta stop oh. here. This is gonna be a four-hour episode. I know. I'm sorry. I fucking. I'll text <laughs> I can't stand it in movies when they're like, "Oh yeah, you should just take this shortcut nobody's ever heard of." Yeah, it's a trope. <sighs> yeah, it, it, classic trope. It's like, oh yeah, it'll save you three hours getting to Tampa or something. It's like, the fuck are you talking about? No, actually, not even that. He says that it's going to sh- save her about an hour. So instead so it's of not taking even the like highway, it's two hours or three hours, yeah, yeah, it'll save you an hour getting to Tampa. Where your car's been making a rattling sound, yeah. and the guys already had to fix the water pump, so you might want to be on the highway with a lot of other cars around you. Yeah, why are you going to take a rougher road in your classic car that's already kind of shaky? Like, Yeah, especially in a car like that, exactly. And whenever I see motherfuckers like driving like uh, the desert, I'm like, what the fuck do you do if your car breaks down? It's like 50 miles either way to the nearest fucking gas station, and there's no cars that are going to be coming by, unless it's like Wolf Creek. hey david but uh i mean i would not take a shortcut if this guy's hard selling me on moon pies for like 10 minutes it's like no thank you yeah that's right she won't take the moon pie but she'll take a shortcut yeah (laughs) she won't take a moon pie but she'll take a shortcut and then the gas station guy has her credit card ready to charge Mm -hmm. her notices she has the last name osborne which isn't spelled the same as ozzy osborne but still asks if she's related to him and And she says she doesn't know who he is okay she doesn't but yeah i shouldn't say it what no i don't want he'll cut it out i don't want to tell my wife's last name on the show oh i think we just know it now (laughs) can you please cut that out is it Malmsteam? Is it Rhodes? No, she gets this shit all the time. Even though it's spelled the same uh, way they spell it in this movie. It's just always... Uh, Woody, you the bat too? <laughs> yeah, motherfucker. Now give me my coffee. 
So yeah, I, I think it is a common the common thing for people that have these popular last names. It kind of reminds you of Office Space with um, what's it? The guy who has his Michael name. Bolton. Was it Michael Bolton? So uh, it's my last name. I, I think I. <laughs> it's not wood. You just made. Yeah, that I up. just made that shit up. <laughs> you just looked down and like I thought of my fake last name. It's me all the. It's been me the whole time, guys. I'm actually Michael Bolton. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Still got that hair, everybody. I'm canceling my Patreon. <laughs> yep, I'm I'm increasing mine. Yeah. Michael Bolton's got enough money. Well, not anymore. Look, I got a hustle, baby. That's true. He he needs to like do songs with uh, comedy tr- comedy troops. And- what the fuck ever right. happened to him? Did something ha- I was just gonna say, did something happen to him? I mean, I'm no, sure the casino circuits will dried up right now, but he'll yeah. be back at it. Oh man, that's right gotta fucked up so voice. many careers. What the fuck Kinda are the B-52s doing? <laughs> yeah, what? they're living in a shack. <laughs> we finally found it. But it's been raining so much, so that tin roof is rusted. We found our love shack, baby. <laughs> and uh, and so yeah, so then the Osborne guys start getting all he gets all excited, and then um. It turns out her credit card is expired, and Reynolds speaks real creepy about her and tells her the exact shortcut of where she needs to go, and she heads out. Oh, and she also is like, can, do you accept cash? And she hands him, like, $5. Yeah, she and, definitely didn't give him the 13 that it was supposed to be. And Reynolds is like, no problem. And he's, like, taking it in his hand and, like, crumpling it I think he's going to stuff it down his shirt. And I'm just like, oh, oh they're going to fuck. Here we definitely Countdown to rim job. Yeah. Three, two. <laughs> Uncle Remus, here we Warren. go. <laughs> so we're back at the house, and David comes in with a bunch of apology, like a dozen roses. Oh, yeah. What the fuck is this line that he's got coming here? <laughs> I know. <laughs> this movie, I'm going to tell you. He walks in, and he yells, hey, hey, this house smells like a Chinese laundry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm trying to figure out what the fuck does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> the house is a mess, but a Chinese laundry you would think would smell clean, right? Because it's a think. laundry. But she's left the fucking stove on. Like, she's left a hot pot on the stove, and this guy who can't spell fucking oh, yeah. dinosaur Yo. opens that thing with his bare hands. Dude, fucking Ferris fucked this girl up. <laughs> because I guess after he broke up with her and she had to settle for this fucking doofus instead of Ferris Bueller, the coolest kid in school. Yeah. She goes all fucking fatal attraction and she fucking sets a fucking pot of boiling water on the stove. We'll get to it what's inside it in a minute, but and she just leaves the fucking house. Also, she so That's she's how put, you start a fire. I know. I, yeah, I agree. But she also puts all his ties in there, and I was like, oh, maybe she's just washing them. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And she oh, yeah. Forgot. That's right. Because he has a lucky tie. Yeah. That he wears whenever it's time for a rim job. But this yeah. guy's. Okay. Well. Okay. Go ahead, Daniel. Because I got a lot of comments about what happens after a phone call. I've so he, never yeah. seen better choreography in my life. <laughs> so he throws the lid uh, when he t- when he touches it, it burns the shit out of him. Like Tim was saying, he throws the lid, knocks a bunch of shit down because there's still tons of bullshit all over the fucking kitchen. <laughs> and uh yeah she's boiling the ties he calls her sister because he just knows that's probably where she was headed <laughs> oh man and you get the, the old hang it upside down thing yeah they're <laughs> using one of those anti-gravity i don't know what you call it any it's you've like seen what, a 90s movie or an 80s movie you've seen them yeah Michael yeah Keaton now there's some motherfucking old dude who tries to sell them on commercials now right he's all look at me i can still jump <laughs> 
And yeah, he has those. I've seen those. I actually want to try one just to try it, but I don't want to stand on your one. head. <laughs> that seems like a lot harder, bro. Tim just turns on the TV and starts screaming, just stand on your head. Just... It's free. You just need a fucking pillow. It's free. <laughs> yeah, but then you have to use both your hands, Tim. And you can't, oh, be, uh, you can't be eating the stofers with one hand and doing whatever with the other. Holy shit, wait a second. Can you imagine being on that fucking machine upside down and trying to jerk off? I'm sure it's been done. Of course it's been done. Somebody's done it with a fucking blow-up doll upside like, down on one of those things. Dude, maybe like, like self, self bukkake. Maybe like that's the secret, guys. You know how they like well, used to sell those quote massagers. You know <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> like maybe that upside down chair is actually like, hey, dude, this is for jerking off. Yeah, it gets your blood flow into your head, so the other head stays up longer. You done with that regular kind of jerking off? Boy, do we have something Man, for Man, maybe there's a bunch well, of like coded messages in those infomercials. It's only recommended for spurters, not drippers. <laughs> like, oh, I dribbled on my chin. Yeah, I hope you could shoot far enough. That would be... It's a rough day. Then you're maybe all you fucking gotta... tired, so you can't get the energy up to fucking turn yourself off the right then way. Then you gotta ask somebody to flip you over. And... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a... Daniel, imagine that's when you get this thing, dude, and you have it in the garage, and your lady comes in and... <laughs> <laughs> there you are with your fucking dick out and your, and your fucking head turned purple. <laughs> I'm like, no. Don't slip and help me. Got a stopers in one hand and his dick in the other. <laughs> oh, oh, God. And there's just techno music playing in the background. I like a beat, you know? I like a little beat. Yeah, you gotta go to the beat. She's yeah. like, we have KMFDM on. Beat to the beat. <laughs> Damn. So what happens after this, Mike? She, they hang up on Okay, him. this is amazing. So when he fucked up that, like, so when he, this dumbass grabbed a metal pot that was on a hot stove uh, with his bare hands, he threw the lid and it knocked some plates on the ground. And we had this great close-up of just to remind us that there's broken plate on the ground. When he yep. hangs up the phone, he does this. It doesn't even make sense. I rewound this part at least four times. <laughs> He hangs up the phone, and then the the actor does like this, and he like spins around, but nothing causes him to fall. He just jumps up in the air and spins around and has his hand land on this plate so it gets cut and starts bleeding everywhere. I think he slipped on one of the ties. And it's and it's not even a glass plate. It's like ceramic, thick ceramic, which I just don't feel. Like oh I'm no, I've been stabbed cut. Stabbed him like no, that. I've been no, cut. No, no, if you fucking I've been land cut, on, fucking... on that with your hand, that would go right into your fucking hand. Yeah, I got cut terrible once by a ceramic thing. So yeah, no. It... Now tell tell me, do y'all think that this scene was in, like inspired the Peter Griffin scene in uh, Family Guy where he falls and hits his leg and he goes, ah. <laughs> Oh, like he literally makes the sound of pain, but you can't tell that he's in pain. Like he's trying so hard to act. It's like also he's in pain. the way he takes this fall, Daniel. Like it, you, if you're gonna watch this movie, just watch this scene. Like this is <sighs> wild how he takes this fall. It's like Three Stooges. He, style. it's like he hangs up the phone, he takes a beat, and then he just immediately jumps and flips his body into the air. He's like, whoa, and he just falls on the ground. And all they would have had to done is as soon as he hangs up the phone, he's pissed off and frustrated with talking to the upside-down sister-in-law, mm-hmm. who doesn't have the common courtesy to stand up when she's talking to him. Mm-hmm. 
and then he slams his ha- hand down on the messy table, and something there cuts his hand. Instead it's of not even on the table. I think it's on around. the ground, too. Yeah, yeah, no, he has to go. Yeah, exactly. But instead of him doing a fucking 360 fucking ice capades fucking flip. Out of nowhere, because he doesn't. Does he slip on a tie? Because I don't see him slip on anything. No, I just, just see a guy I'm like. Just, I was just thinking. He just has a like this tie on the fucking spasm. Ah, <laughs> uh, it was a banana. It was a banana. But yeah, no, I think that's why I, t- I asked. I actually texted Mike earlier. I was like, "This is a comedy, right?" Because there's moments where you're like, "This is supposed to be funny, right?" Because why the fuck is this happening? This is. Well, what's crazy is, did we talk about who's directing this movie? Of course not. This is the no. I'm still now. wondering when they're gonna fuck Tim. It's this erotic. Is Danny Houston, the fu- the son of John Houston, brother oh, of Angelica. Oh my god! That explains. And we've seen this guy in a ton of fuck. He was in like two or three seasons of American Horror Story. Uh, he's been in a lot of big fucking shit. Yeah. Well, John Houston made Tentacles, Tim. So runs. <laughs> well, in the he family. didn't direct it. I mean, he was in oh, it. God. Danny Houston directed this. Yeah, do you think John Houston? Do you think he was trying to get John Houston as the Burt Reynolds? Oh no, his daddy. <laughs> his daddy. Oh, that would have been great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't wait to get there. And he's so like, the- "Hey, uh, sis, Angelica, uh, are you busy this weekend? Just think <laughs> of this, no, guys. But you can talk to my friend Angie. <laughs> Just think of this. They could get John uh, John Houston to do tentacles, but his son couldn't get him to do this movie. <laughs> that says a lot says well a lot. during tentacles john houston was still directing right yeah he was trying so to get money he, so he could make yeah, whatever that at this point I don't know, does O'Connor he even movie. know that he's john houston or john austin <laughs> so stupid <laughs> wow. oh god so um cassie's car breaks down of course and uh out of fucking nowhere, Reynolds pops up and is like, oh, shit, didn't do a good job, did I? <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, at this, this point... Yeah, this isn't like a little tip-off. Hey, why is this guy fucking follow me down this road? Yeah, and I'm like, lady, he touched the car and it's not working. No. Whatever you do, no. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because, again, if you have a yeah. 1956 fucking Christine car Chevy... You're probably taking very good care of that thing, right? Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, how would it be running on the road today? Well, I mean, this family, Tim, the guy, the husband doesn't know how to spell dinosaur, so. That's right, and we find out a little bit later on that the wife is supposed to be a stupid, dumb bitch. <laughs> right? <God>. Remember? <laughs> She's kind of Remember that reveal? Clumsy and. <laughs> I was, I was gonna say she's a stupid dumb bitch. Uh, that's what her brother-in-law basically says at she's one point, minded. right? Yeah, you know she's real dumb. So. Yeah, she's absent-minded. She doesn't know which way she's going. She gets lost on. So the this way family's home. the real dumb family, right? Like oh, every one of them is just a fucking dunce, and they've just happened to spit out a kid who's somewhat intelligent. Uh, yes, things are I'm like somebody up. else in this movie. But uh, it's amazing how this family hasn't fucking died yet between this guy fucking falling like a fucking clown and cutting his hand and the wife just getting in a car and leaving a fucking pot of boiling ties on the stove. By the way, the car is a classic Ford Thunderbird, not a Chevy. I just wanted to make sure. Oh, damn. Somebody out there is pissed off at me. Oh, my God. (laughs) I wanted to double check because I thought it was a Ford Thunderbird, but you kept saying Chevy and you're so confident when you talk. I thought it was. I was like, maybe I'm like, well, Christine was a Chevy, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, Christine was a Chevy. Okay, so it's half right, half wrong. Tim, who cares? Other than the it's one guy who still guy. subscribes to Auto Trader that listens to the Mustachioed. <laughs> you know what's great show. is 
I'm at the point where nobody asks me about anything that I say wrong. <laughs> I should enjoy that, right? <laughs> actually, it was a Chevy. Y'all, it wasn't a Thunderbird. Yeah, just wait till you get some well actually. Yeah, don't worry. You'll, you're on a you're a permanent co-host on a podcast now. You'll get those comments too. Yep. Don't worry. Awesome. Especially this one. God, I'll, there's nothing more than I love than opening my email for somebody going like, on episode so and so of the Grind Pass uh, Grind Pit podcast, you said this, and I was like, yeah, that's fucking great. Delete. <laughs> yeah. Especially if it's How like, does it even get to your info though? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> You should just block those automatically. Just put, you know what, type in well actually as a filtered word to block those emails. <laughs> um, so or yeah, anything so, with Lord of the Rings in yeah. it. So-and-so oh, yeah, actually sure. wasn't it. don't care. <laughs> so he tows her car to his place, and he says, uh, why don't you get yourself some supper? Okay, and, uh, he, he to- said, I hate how he says supper. Yes, yeah, supper. Yeah, he gives him supper. Like, <laughs> what? Well, he's out of breath on those fucking cigarros. <laughs> He like pushes hard. <laughs> I was like, take that tiny dick out of your mouth. I can't hear what you said. <laughs> Classic Norm MacDonald bit. I can't believe you haven't heard it. I know. You know what I think I have? I just it, it, it made me laugh. It he weird. went through this thing about how that he, he he likes smoking cigarettes better than cigars because cigars look like you got a big dick in your mouth. <laughs> and cigarettes, at least you have a little dick in your mouth. And if you got to have a dick in your mouth, it's better to have a little one than a big one. Oh my god! So when you go to like a cigar club there in New York, Tim, you're like, "Yeah, give me one of those dicks for my mouth, please." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which end do I chew on? Oh my god! <laughs> count, count down to rib job. <laughs> and it's weird because he tells Samantha, "You a pretty little thing. I have a pretty little. Well, she's not so little anymore." And I thought he was gonna say. Well, she's not. She, I thought he was gonna say she's not so pretty, not so. Not, yeah, she's not so pretty anymore. <laughs> I was like, she used to be pretty little, but not anymore. <laughs> now she's okay. really big. So this came out after the um, De Niro Scorsese Cape Fear. Burt Reynolds yeah. is really trying to do his Max Katie. His best. He's trying his best. Yeah, yeah he's he really is trying to act in this movie. He thought this was gonna be like his De Niro turn. You know, he's like, oh, man, now I'm going to be... This is like Reynolds' Cape Fear. This is my time. Yeah, and this is the same motherfucker who almost turned down Boogie Nights. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. He's insane. <laughs> and uh, we meet Mrs. Georgina Scudder, who is Reynolds' wife. And uh, she doesn't seem that old, but uh, she, right ap- she right away appears senile as fuck. <laughs> Like you're like Whoa. so like everybody always wanted to see that next Burt Reynolds Angie Dickinson uh, duo movie, and they got this from that one movie they did like 35 years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what? You know what? she looks pretty good. She looks great. She yeah. doesn't look like he she's was... had any plastic surgery. She also she looks, looks like, like she's wearing a wig. She's also wearing a wig for uh, sure. Is she's it wearing a wig? Oh, I yeah. don't know because that's the kind of hairstyle back then. You know, yeah, guys. The, by the way. Yeah. Boogie Nights came out two years after this movie. That's what I told Tim. Yeah. I was like, can you believe this Boogie Nights was two years after this fucking mess of a movie? And that's what I was saying. He would. What's incredible is that if he had both of these scripts on his desk at the same time, he would have picked, picked this, this movie <laughs> over <laughs> Boogie Nights. Yeah, Reynolds like fell He's like, this is the one that's going to let me shine. Oh, yeah, this is the one where I get to speak with an accent and shit. <laughs> I won't have to be performing in any supper clubs. <laughs> supper. <laughs> So she calls Cassie Marlene and she calls Samantha Donna. 
And it's so funny. I think the funniest part of this scene is the kid's face when she calls her daughter. She's like, what the fuck? <laughs> okay, I'm going to tell you this, Daniel. They kept calling them by different names. I'm like, well, I don't know their names anyways, so I don't know. Uh, <laughs> isn't the little kid's name Jill? I have no or fucking the idea. Other one? I don't care. Jill's the bratty kid. Oh, no, wait. This one is Samantha. That's yeah, right. This because I remember when she was having a tea party, the bike was laying on the side of the thing and it had a little thing on it that says Samantha. Yeah, but well, like when... The most details. The... <laughs> The mom's name is Cassie, and they call her Donna. I'm like, I don't know. Like, yeah. Well, it's Angie confusing. Dickinson is calling her. Donna. Yeah, yeah, and like eventually they're like, that you know, that's not my name, and then that'll get dropped because they just call her that for the rest. Yeah, of the Yeah, a little bit of late in the game to be telling her that's not my name. Yeah, well, she's trying. Cassie's trying to tell her, and when they get into the house, like, hey, you're mistaken, Georgina. Like, um, I'm I'm Cassie. Like, and my name is not Marlene. And she just keeps ignoring her, like constantly ignoring her. Then all of a sudden, this little girl, who's sort of like Angelica from the Rugrats, she um, yeah, with a noose. Angelica and- <laughs> from the Rugrats, carries <laughs> around a noose and a full makeup kit. It would appear yeah. too. There's definitely. There's definitely some uncut scenes of Rugrats where they're like, yeah, we can't use yeah, that. Yeah, remember that episode where Angelica tried to hang Chucky? You know, for real, though, she might be the fucking creepiest part of the movie. She, scre- she freaks me out, dude. She's so fucking loud and creepy. And supposedly, this fucking kid was in Evening Shade with Burt Reynolds for like eight or nine fucking dude, seasons, however long that show was on. I'm not entirely positive, but I think I read in the trivia that this girl is actually Danny Houston's kid. Uh, is it? Because, I, no, I was looking at it, and I was like, the is name it? looks like, I don't think so. A, she has kind of a big head, and he has a big head. <laughs> <laughs> Runs in the family, you know. A bunch of bobbleheads walking around. <laughs> yeah, man, if you fucking saw that last John Wick movie, Angelica Houston is huge. The fucking oh, head. yeah. <laughs> she got a big bobblehead? The wrong haircut for her in that movie. Oh, here it Let's is. Just say here her it is. body caught up with the bomb. Directed by Danny Houston, the chilling tension was enhanced by then child actress Candace Houston in a key supporting oh, role as wow. the daughter of Burt Reynolds and Angie Dickinson's character. Oh, God. And she She's was in Evening Shade, too, wasn't she? I, I don't know what that is, Tim. I'm not old, so. E- oh, yeah, my God. Wait. Evening Shade was for... Burt Reynolds' TV show that he had to do on CBS because he got divorced from Lonnie Anderson and she took him for everything. Did you read his whole bio for this episode? No, I was alive. Tim, I was six years old when that came out. I was alive. You know, as a six-year-old, I really loved Evening Shade. And I would go around. It had to be in syndication at some fucking point. It has to be on fucking uh, Amazon Prime or fucking Netflix. No, but as a six-year-old, I used to tell my parents, I'm like, that's because Bert got divorced. He needed to make that show. <laughs> he was in that show with Charles Durning, and they did a couple of fucking like made-for-TV movies. Charles Durning. Oh my god. Yeah, after I finished playing Mega Man, can we watch Evening Shade? It's got Charles Durning. I love him. <laughs> so, uh, well, yeah, um, All right, you got me. Kid. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you both. <laughs> you know, Charles. Somebody out there is gonna add both of you motherfuckers because they're gonna love Charles Durning. You know, Charles Durning from my reference. favorite movie as a six-year-old, Dog Day Afternoon. <laughs> and just, I just, oh, I was just gonna say he's the cop of a Dog Day Afternoon, man. Such a fun movie. <laughs> I tell you, as a six-year-old, I fucking love Tootsie Tim. It killed. <laughs> oh, that's right. He's trying to fuck. Bro, fucking Dustin <laughs> Oh God! So um, this uh, kid is a total asshole. She just comes down and instead of saying hi, steals the doll. 
steals Annabelle. Just like Danny <laughs> Houston's daughter would do. You know? Well, yeah, yeah, no, because the mom says, "Oh, look, this is what's this? What's this kid's fake name supposed to be? Donna." <laughs> Donna. And the kid, the fucking kid, grabs it and I go, "Donna ain't got no doll." <laughs> <laughs> also, like, do you think that Danny Houston's direction to his kid was just act normal, honey? Act like you're yeah. at home. He didn't yeah. even tell her she was on a movie set. He just brought her over. Let's have a few drinks and get this thing going. <laughs> so she throw, she grabs, I think she grabs Samantha and they go upstairs to the room. Goes, oh, because Samantha chases her to try to get her damn doll back. Cassie goes to her car to get on her phone because now she's like, okay, things are heavy here. I need to fucking find uh, uh, And Daniel, I'm, one, I'm like, when is the eroticism starting? <laughs> <laughs> when is somebody gonna fuck? Yeah, no, this is, uh, it's just you just gotta wait. It's a it's a edging kind of movie. Okay, but when she goes out to her car to use the phone, the way Burt Reynolds handles this phone, <laughs> <It's so laughs> I love this scene so much. Plus, that's a fucking brick and a half of a phone. Oh, this too. was my dad's cell phone at the time, oh, dude. He had oh. this exact thing, uh, and it was so cool because it was like Star Trek. Look, the thing flips open on the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> I th- that's you like remember a what real- Star Trek was, don't you? <laughs> yes. <dude. laughs> I mean, not Chris Pine. <laughs> you okay. look cool, Dad. You look like Charles Durning. <laughs> <laughs> You're so cool. Oh, fuck. What the hell did I just do to myself? <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. Reynolds, uh, she's like, oh, my. F- I think that's my phone ringing. He's like, here you go. <laughs> yeah, okay. Hold on. Opens, closes The it, phone bam. is open and ringing. Which doesn't make any fucking sense, right? Like, it's already open and ringing, and then he, she's like, oh, can you hand me that ringing phone? And he's like, ah, yeah, here you go. And he, like, <laughs> shuts it and then kind of, like, manhandles it a little bit. Well, hold on. I don't think back then, I don't think having the open or closed really did anything. Yeah, so you why is it hanging up? To answer it or not. Yeah, but yeah, I'm saying definitely... when he closes it, it, it stops ringing. Like, it hangs it up. Yeah, and then he hands right. it to her, and she's like, oh, I can't get a signal out here. I'm like, but you just got a call. I know. I was confused by that, too, because she says, oh, you closed it. That's how you hang it up. Yeah, well, hold like, on. I'll call back, and she doesn't get a signal. Just because the phone rings doesn't mean that if she picked it up, she wouldn't have been able to hear anything. Yeah, you know, where it's like, we're calling scattered. about your car warranty insurance. It's about to run out. Please press five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it could have been something like that. Just a that. moon pie salesman. <laughs> hey, um, I heard you um, offered a moon yeah, pie you... and you denied yourself. Tell me what. Y'all like pies? <laughs> For a scale of one to five, what would it take to get you a moon pie today? Charles Durning loves moon pies. <laughs> Remember when they just fucking spam your phone with moon pie salesman? <laughs> Ni hao, What's moon pie. Guy? I love that, Dan. What's it going to take to get you in a moon pie tonight, huh? <laughs> Damn. That's a little freaky, my... isn't it? For 12 boxes, you can pay for the amount of two boxes. Well, you want 12 boxes of moon pies coming right in. So, uh, and he also so, yeah. I'm sorry, because Bert, he goes on and on, right, in his best Max Katie impression. He's like, oh, damn things. I don't know why nobody brings their phones out here. Like, yeah, he starts smacking the shit out of the fucking phone. What are you doing, Bert? <laughs> like, goddamn phones, a piece of shit. <laughs> he's also, like, sitting, like... Again, he's sitting kind of, I guess, kind of erotic in that car because he's got, like, you know, one leg in, one leg out. Yeah, exactly. If I'm her, I'm like, dude, you're supposed to be fixing my car. What the fuck are you doing hanging out in my car smoking your fucking little dick? <laughs> <laughs> we need to stop calling it that. Why? 
<laughs> because there's a lot of guys who have mustaches also smoke cigars. Yeah, you're hurting so. the target market. <laughs> oh. yeah, Wait, you think people with mustaches actually listen to this? <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> well, hey, guys, look. It's fine, all right? It's just a joke. I mean, Send your emails to mousstachioed at gmail.com. If you can find it, yeah. some guy who has a very closely named Gmail account is getting all these fucking emails. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you say I'm smoking a little dick? I'll never listen to your show again. <laughs> I'll smoke a big dick. Yeah, they're sending all these emails to mustard pistachio. <laughs> mustard pistachio. <laughs> Oh man, I'm gonna grab that Gmail. That's nobody has it already. <laughs> but yeah, Bursley—he's so, manhandling this phone. He's so crazy, dude. Like his whole—he chews up the scenery every scene he's in. He just fucking trying. Yeah, to like I said, it. he's really fucking trying to act in this thing. And it's like, I guarantee you, on fucking boogie nights, it must have been like trying to pull teeth out of that motherfucker to get him to do that shit that he did in that fucking movie. <laughs> and this one, he's giving it his all right off the bat. You know, Paul Thomas Anderson should have just put an old man in a wheelchair on set and encouraged him, Tim, and then it would have been fine. <laughs> Again, John Houston. <laughs> And that's just crazy, too, is because he's figuring, wow, look at the lineage. This is John Houston's son who's going to be directing me. Yeah. Maybe Angelica's going to show up. Maybe, maybe Angelica, one of the other maybe ones. Angelica will show up. <laughs> yep. Show well, up in her Angie, family right? Yeah. She was probably filming Adam's family around this time, right? Mm-hmm. I think so. Was around yeah, she time. was uh, much better than this. Oh, yeah. And, Dude, and uh, Bert couldn't she... even get that Gomez role, man. <laughs> Bert is Gomez just chewing gum the whole scene. Uh, like, mm, yeah, I don't yeah. know. You think he'd be uh, okay playing somebody named Gomez? <laughs> He's like, I was thinking, um, I was thinking, um, maybe we change the name to um, um, Bert Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Bert. Yeah, picture Bert Reynolds trying Bert to do that Adams. fucking French French talk. <laughs> no, he's not doing no French talk. He's like, uh, just Spanish dancing. I'm not a fan. Uh, how about we just do a square dance type situation? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what kind of car you got? Spanish dancing. <laughs> nope. Uh, so, of course. At least yes. the Munster's got a cool car. What the fuck do we got? <laughs> you think that was the Adams Family thing? They're like, man, the Munsters have the coolest car. <laughs> I, I think Did the Adams Family? What was their transportation? I think they just stayed in the house, dude. If anything, it was a hearse. Did the Adams family ever re- really leave the house in the show? No, I think everything just came to them. Yeah, yeah it was all about people entering their. Weird That's like world. most sitcoms, though. Like they don't usually leave the house. Well, yeah, because that costs money. Yeah, then you gotta like. Yeah, then the you set. have like Urkel goes to Disney World episode, and it's you know once every Look, five when years. When you're cutting corners, that's why you might even need like a rather large, robust police officer, and you dress him up like he's on a Hawaiian vacation. Oh, God. Okay. Oh, Sorry, everybody. It's going to be know, an I'm hour. <laughs> I'm fucking trying to get there. All right, okay, I'll go. shut up. Come on, I'll man. Go. <laughs> You're worse than We Eddie. do got to talk about that rabbit scene, though. The rabbit scene. Oh, oh okay, okay. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, shit. We got a long way to go before it gets to We got a little chicky. bit to get there, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, so we <laughs> get... Um, Cassie, of course, goes back to the house, and she tells Georgina, like, can you take me upstairs? Because she's hearing Samantha screaming, and it's not a fun scream. It's like a I'm terrified scream. And she and they start going up the stairs. And 
Georgina says, she's right in this room. And she opens the door and she lets her in first and it's fucking dark as hell. Oh, okay, hold on. We're going to spend five minutes on this room. Just for this just dumb bitch. Look, okay, all right, here she is. She's a dumb bitch, okay? I'm sorry. Oh, no, 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 hold on. Hold on. I got two points to make. You hear more and tell of this talk on the Bloody Bits show. <laughs> Dude, the Bloody Bits is going to... Angie Dickinson locks her in this room, right? Yes. Then we cut to, like, what? It's raining in the room, right? Yeah, it's raining All in the room. Sudden. Yeah, well, it's, she's right. in it's like the room, one of those raining the, rooms. The boarded up windows, and it's raining outside. There's thunder. By the way, lightning. it's the only room that's boarded up, and you can see it from the front of the house, apparently. <laughs> so the fact that yeah, she never looked up at the it. window. So, cut to, is it Burt Reynolds who comes back in first, or Angie Dickinson who comes back in? She oh, comes Angie back comes in. back in. Yeah, she and she says, boy, it's so dark in here. And she grabs a string and she turns the fucking light on. So point one, this ditz was sitting in a fucking dark room and she didn't think to turn the light on. No. Point two, there's a fucking phone in the room that doesn't work, but she didn't even try it after being fucking locked in the room after hearing her daughter scream, Mommy, 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 help me. And Angie Dickinson locked you in a room. Well, Tim, she's acting she like it's a mistake. She's she's not even thinking she's strapped at this point. She's like, "Oh, excuse me, you you locked the door." Okay. Oh, sorry. Even if you think it's an accident, you don't look around for a fucking light switch. No, I agree. But you she, just wait for it yeah. to get dark. She goes to the boarded then, window, Tim, and she's like, "Oh, excuse me, somebody yeah, locked yeah, me in right. this boarded room." And there's Burt Reynolds just out there fucking smoking. Yeah, smoking right. that oh, little yeah. cigar. Cigaro. All right. Yeah. I don't want to step on your demographic, but smoking that beautifully fine cigar. Nothing wrong with the size of that. It's perfectly the good size. It's, you know, it doesn't matter how big it is. It's how, I guess, how good it tastes. It's how good right it feels now. inside. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, what they always it's, say about cigars, Tim. It's not, not how big it is, but how good it tastes. So. Yeah, it's, you know, it's one of those cigars you can smoke on both sides of your mouth at any time you want. <laughs> oh, God. So, Reynolds is acting cool as a cucumber, and she's freaking out in the room. And you're right, Mike. I think she was like, oh, this lady who's obviously having some mental issues locked me in this room. because." But why not go to turn sick. the light on? Yeah, she hasn't, get the phone. she hasn't even reached the level of panic yet. She's just like, no. oh, this sitting there in the dark. must be a mistake. I'll sit here in this dark room for a while. Yeah. She does run into a wheelchair that will be a big part of this film. Honestly, should have its own character name, but uh, the wheelchair. She I hits. think it does. Yeah, it's it? called Daddy. Yeah. Yeah, the wheelchair's called Daddy. <laughs> I thought and it was we Rosebud. See, we see Reynolds take the car to his shady-looking uh, bad guy garage, which we'll get you know more familiar with as the movie goes on. And we see Georgina. She comes in again out of nowhere, and Car- Cassie tries to get out of the room, but then Reynolds okay. stops her from leaving. Part That's three. when Reynolds comes up. Old lady can't get past her. <laughs> no. And he tells Cassie, yeah, the water pump's all buzzing. It's going to take a while to fix it. He's and got Georgina it in his says, fucking hand, too. <laughs> with a wrench. Do you use, I, again, I don't have a car. I don't know. Do you use a fucking wrench no, to fix no. a water pump? I don't think so. I don't think so. It's a giant monkey wrench. Like, crazy. Oh, that didn't <laughs> even look like a water pump, dude. I don't know what the hell he was holding. I have no idea what that it is. Like I'm not a fucking teapot. Either, but I know you <laughs> like, want to use something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's what they like, used to hey, put T-Birds to was a teapot. Yeah, well, again, here we go. <laughs> Point four. She's dumb. She doesn't know that he's holding a teapot in his hand and she thinks it's actual water pump. It would have been funny if he just stopped in the kitchen and grabbed the like old pot and he was like, hey, have <laughs> yeah, your water pump broken. <laughs> that would have been so fucking awesome. <laughs> 
<laughs> and uh, so then he he drops the water pump and the monkey wrench. He puts it down, and then uh, I think Georgina tells her something like, "Hey, don't worry about Donna," because obviously Cassie keeps asking about her kid. She says, "Don't worry about Donna. Both the girls are in bed by now." And then Reynolds gets uncomfortably close to Cassie and tells her that Georgina just gets mixed up, and he tells Cassie, "What are you gonna do? It's running hard outside. It's raining hard outside. I'm hard inside." Add <laughs> <laughs> some Bluetooth, and she agrees. She's just like, "Oh yeah, I guess you're right. You know, shouldn't shouldn't leave. It's raining outside. I'm like, I'd leave. It was a fucking flood." I don't care, dude. Exactly. Yeah, because she's like, your wife just locked me in the fucking room. And he's like, he's like oh, Georgina, know. did you do that? And Georgina just, huh? What? And then she's like, hey, you got to understand, sometimes she does that. Like, oh, yeah, that's okay. Why do we have a padlock on the door? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> she tries that's not close. even a padlock. That's an actual fucking deadbolt. <laughs> it's a deadbolt, yeah. It's like a bank it's vault a deadbolt. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, what the fuck? And she tries to call her sister at this moment. And Reynolds is like, yeah, go ahead and call her, call your sister because he knows he cut the fucking line. And um, you can just tell from his face. And it doesn't go through. And he's, like, smirking, staring at her like an asshole. Oh, yeah. A little bit of moisture and the phones don't work. There you go. That is the Y'all line come back now, you hear? That is such a southern little bit of moisture. Do you think it was, <laughs> no like, phone. because she didn't buy, she didn't take his, like, hard sell for moon pies and candy? He's like, I'm going to get her. That's what yep. it all was. That's right. He's I like, hey, some money. you know what? Uh, no, I won't say it. But. <laughs> so he tells her. <laughs> it's bad and if I, I self-censor myself. I'm telling you, Daniel, at this point in the movie, I'm like, is is anybody going to fuck? Where is the Not eroticism? <laughs> I think it's just Reynolds. I think Reynolds is the erotic. Part. Oh, that was it? We got to the moon pies. We were waiting for the cream pies. What's going on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hear more of this on the Bloody Bitch show every week. Yes. Bloody Bitch. Get ready for the plugs later. Hey, we have a Patreon the page, too. <laughs> so uh, he tells her, I'll have you on the road tomorrow morning, and she agrees, but she says she wants to see Samantha. But they still lock her ass out of the room, and she's so fucking dumb. Like, she she has opportunity after opportunity yes, to get out of that room. Yes, she's slow. See? She's slow, mentally and physically. She can't fucking just get out the fucking door while Angie Dickinson and Burt Reynolds still has a door open. Yep. And uh, we get, I think we get a little conversation, a little um, intimate conversation between Georgina and Reynolds here. And she says uh, she thought Reynolds had drove Marlena and Donna away after what he did to Arthur. And then Reynolds just loses his shit. He's like, you're going to hear his <laughs> name three, three more, more times. times. And that's the last time you're ever going to hear his name again. Is it like a magic spell? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Candyman. 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 <laughs> and if you like Reynolds' screaming voice, this is the movie for you. Because he screams so fucking much. And after, from this moment on, there's a lot of screaming. And then uh, we get a useless scene with the bratty ass kid. Well, I guess not that useless. But. <laughs> well, how can okay. we not scream in Rebel Roy? Because <laughs> his name is Roy, right? <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, it's supposed yeah. to be. So she tells the kid about. Um, Samantha tells Jill about the bear rabbit, and the girl says, "Rabbits are shitty." <laughs> she's not. She's not wrong. This is the worst pet my family ever had. Did you Dude, have those things rabbit? fucking okay. will bite you Let me and they just tell you, shit Tim, little balls all over the place. Let me tell you, my brother wanted a rabbit so bad one year. Oh boy. My parents got him it for Christmas. We had to move that thing out of the house because it just kept chewing through Nintendo controllers and uh, shitting all over the floor, those little pellets. Was uh, it Was it one of those fucking white rabbits with those pink no, creepy no, eyes? No, the oh. black rabbit. Um, 
and he called it Thumper because it's you know he's oh, a little wow. he's a yeah. little child at this point, right? So, anyways, that thing was such a terror that we built a uh, like a compound for it in the backyard. I wish you would have named it Charles Darnold. <laughs> well, that was what I was suggesting, but it, you know, I was a big Evening Shade fan. But uh, we built this thing a compound in the back in the backyard, and like as time went on, that thing would just hide underneath the little hutch that it had. And, like, the only person who would feed it was my dad, and he'd have to wear jeans. Because when you would go into the thing, <laughs> it would run out and attack him and try to, like, bite his legs and everything. And, like, all he needed to do was just put some food in that bowl, you know? So, no, this thing was crazy. And it would charge at you and grunt. It would be like, and it would go after you. And, yeah, there were, like, friends that would come over and, like, oh, don't go near the rabbit. That thing will, it'll kill you. So eventually it died. Uh, <laughs> I think they made a movie. And about let me that, tell you right? what happened. Uh, <laughs> it died because a coyote got in the backyard. Okay. Oh no. But, well, no, it's okay, Daniel. I mean, come on. Nobody had touched the oh, rabbit wait, ears. On. But let me this tell you. This cannot be. Go ahead. We found the rabbit dead, but there was a trail of blood that went all the way into further in the backyard because that rabbit put up a fucking fight, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Three days later, we found a dead coyote. <laughs> and I'm like, I know the rabbit damn. comes back with a coyote's tail in his mouth. Uh, damn, man. Done. You have some fucked up animal stories. Because I know the one that still makes me piss my pants the most is when you talk about that fucking dead cat that you found. <laughs> yeah. And you had to yep. use the shovel. And he fucking just flipped around like a fucking. Yeah, it felt like the dad of this movie, cover. dude. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's a good story, Mike. Thanks. For that. <laughs> that's why I said I was like, "Oh, we, I can't skip over the rabbit part." I wrote that down. Rabbits are. All right. Shit. So for more stories like that, grindbin.com. No, I'll never. I don't tell any anecdotes on the grindbin. It's just a very dry, boring podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, that podcast is a ball. Yeah, we usually Especially start the podcast and go. So, what do you guys think of the movie? All right, great. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, see y'all next mm-hmm. time. So we're back. Um, we see. Oh, yeah, this is funny. So Reynolds is in his garage in his uh, little, you know, crazy ass garage. And he he breaks the cell phone, but it's hilarious because he put he takes the time to put it in a vice. Yeah, he breaks it like Joe Pesci breaks a guy's head in casino. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> dude, just throw it or slap, like stomp on it. He doesn't have the strength in his hands anymore because of arthritis. <laughs> oh yeah, he's like, I, I gotta use my tools. <laughs> So we're back with the female version of the good son, where we oh, have the man. bratty kid say, saying she still you has should have done good son. Who has a mustache in that, huh? Can we, we draw one on Macaulay? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we, the bratty kid Jill is saying she still has a red ball that Donna left at the house at some point. And uh, okay, cool, red ball. Uh, how exciting! And while she's looking, Samantha tries to escape, but bratty girl's able to get a hold of her. And Georgina tells her to go back to her room or else she's going to take her away. And she won't have anyone to play with. And Jill is just bear-hugging poor little Samantha. Like, uh-huh. I feel so bad for Samantha throughout this whole movie. I'm like, this little girl's got so much PTSD off the charts. Oh, yeah, wait. God. And so then, uh, and of course, you know, um, Cassie's hearing all this and she's losing her shit and screaming and trying to get out of the room. It's a You're saying thing, these names. Uh, I don't know. I <laughs> Cassie? Who the fuck is he talking about? Cassie's the mom of <laughs> no, Ferris Bueller's girlfriend. So we're back, we're back with Cassie. Ga- 
<laughs> we're back. It's the only way it can make sense of this shit, man. So we're back at Cassie's house with with David and he. Okay. Okay. Right. Here Don't we go, pa- guys. One I'm sorry. hour, twenty minutes, thirty eight seconds. Yep, and it's about to be go. two hours and. <laughs> <laughs> 20 minutes before we ever get back to the movie. This fucking guy, Daniel, please, please. Who answer, Who's at the door? Hello, Newman. Okay. <laughs> so this guy is... This guy is the principal from Billy Madison, if you've ever seen that movie. Oh, shit. Yes. And it's been a while. This character... I mean, this made the whole movie for me. I want the Chicky movie. Yep, this is when I was at this point. This is when I was like, okay, I know I just found the movie that we're gonna do with Daniel. This guy, okay, so he always wears the same shirt for days, days as this movie carries on, and the same pants. He's wearing the same pants, the same Hawaiian shirt that he like buttons down halfway, but he wears an undershirt because he's an incredibly sweaty fat man. I mean, this man is pouring sweat in every. Uh, When we say Newman, we are not exaggerating. Yeah. He, I was waiting for him to bust out a bottle of Barbasol, man, like a can of Barbasol. <laughs> like he looks so much like Newman from Jurassic Park. Um, I know that's not his name in Jurassic Park, but that's just that actor. What is his name in Jurassic Park? I don't fucking remember. Do you remember? Hmm. No. I just Whenever I see him, he's Newman. He's just one of those guys who's just, he's going to make a lot of money, but he's fucked for the rest of his life because he's Newman. Yeah, Wayne yeah. Knight. He's a real treasure, guys. Wayne oh, Knight. yeah, that's right. There Wayne Knight. Wayne Knight. Yeah, 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 that's he's, right. Kind of sounds like Batman a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah. A, a little bit. I'm sure he tried for like Bruce a... Wayne, but it just didn't work out. <laughs> maybe, maybe, made Instead of Ben Affleck, he's going to be the new Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Wayne Knight is back. Snyder Cut. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Snyder Cut. Yeah. So this guy's definitely the discount Wayne Knight. With you know, even though Wayne Knight was probably discounted. <laughs> okay, and here we go. Here's some old man wisdom. This guy's father is a very, very famous actor. Stop. So that explains more. Yeah. Why His father is Zero Mostel, the guy what? from the producers. With yep, yeah, that's right. Man, and this is his kid? This this is how Dude. far he's gone. I guess he figured that they were going to make a movie so bad that it was going to end up making money. <laughs> yes, you must. Yeah, you can see the face. You can see the totally see the resemblance there a little bit. He and you can tell he's not from Florida. Like he's just this pasty guy with a he has kind of a I don't know what kind of accent he has, but it's definitely not Floridian, I don't think. And he's sweaty. He comes on into the house, and he's he's right away wondering if there's been an accident. Um, uh, David is actually wondering if has there been an accident. Like, is my wife hurt? And he's like, hold on, hold on there, hold your horses. He's like, the precinct's been getting calls from a woman upstate because she was supposed to arrive last night and she's never showed up. And he's and I know Joke assumed that he wasn't actually a cop. No, I thought no, he was just a neighbor. Hundred percent, I thought this was a con. I was like, there is no way this man is a detective. Do not let well, him into your house. Also, at one point, doesn't the husband even say that he didn't think he was a real cop? He thought he was somebody doing a promotion. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to sell moon pies. No. Yeah. <laughs> moon pies and timeshares. <laughs> He says he must be trying to get a promotion, and that's why he's trying so hard. To find oh, I thought he just meant that this was Mr. Moon Pie. <laughs> yeah, so he says, yeah, he but, comes in, he goes, normally we wait 24 hours, but 
Somebody's been calling us over and over again, and, uh, you know, this is on my way home. Okay. So I figure I'd check it out. But, Tim, yep. Tim, you're skipping over the biggest thing of why we don't think this man is a real detective, because he introduces his name as Chicky. <laughs> Chicky the cop. He goes, it's me. Which, and, okay. By the way, my name's Chicky. Call me Chicky. How does he have this nickname? This is why we need That's, this guy's Oh, I backstory. thought it was his real name. Could it be? <laughs> so, wait, his first name is Chicken? <laughs> Yes, his first yeah, name, first is, name chicken. is Chicken. Chicken, chicken Mostel. Well, well, <laughs> chicken Mostel. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, this man. is the best character in the whole movie. Like, this is he, so he fucking is. good. He, he, and he, I, he makes this whole movie I mean, when fucking... I, I, when I saw him, though, I was like, oh, this is the guy who's going to fuck. Got it. <laughs> oh, well, hey, you know what? Smash cut, but he's so fat, you can't see his asshole. He's definitely the kind of guy that says his his own name and like he's in third person when he's having says like ooh chicky like it chicky like it. Is that a name that he gave himself or somebody gave to him? You think? Oh, definitely. Like this guy at the precinct, dude. Man, because he's only eating chicken. Everybody loves. (laughs) Right. That was it because somebody caught him with a fucking bucket of KFC on his lap. Hey, look, we'll find out in this movie that this motherfucker will eat anything that's not nailed down. Oh yeah, it's all his. It's definitely all his. Chicky. And you, he's not very transparent, by the way, because you can tell he already thinks David is involved with this whole disappearance. Like, yeah, this is wild, already, man. No, no, hold so on. No, 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 no. Look, we've all watched enough cop shows to know. Ninety percent of the time, it's the boyfriend, the husband, or some guy that the girl knows. If they disappear, something happens. So it's perfectly reasonable that. I, Officer, oh wait, is he de- officer or is he detective? He's a detective. He's de- oh, no, detective first class or second class, you think? No, first class for sure. Uh, see, first class, I think it would be just regular detective chicken. <laughs> well, well. Like, at know. that point, don't you need, like, a certain, like, respect? Like, don't call me chicky anymore? Yeah, I think so. I think so. But I, th- I think he likes it. Like, I honestly think the theory is he always tells people to call him chicky. He wanted a nickname, so he just nicknamed himself. That's my theory. That's what I'm figuring because I'm trying to think, how do you get that name Chicky? you got to be likable to have a nickname. People need to like you and care enough about you to come up with a name if it's well, like a real one. Well, uh, no. You could have a nickname because people don't like you, but yeah, it's certainly but not going like, to be Chicky. Like, it's going to yeah, be more like up? Chunky. I'm, yeah, I'm Bacon Grease. What's up? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm Pig Fat. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> what's up? They call me Pig Fat. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, so you can already tell he thinks he's guilty. Then David calls the sister, and the sister tells him that Cassie made her promise not to say she was coming. So the sister doesn't look. Uh, by the way, the sister is an insane person as well. So I don't oh, know oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Holy shit! Here we go, another hour on this one. And uh, Chicky tells him, uh, who also, by the way, kind of sounds like Randy Newman a little bit, but not singing. Like, just, <laughs> just his speaking voice. <laughs> if um, he was going to start talking about how short people got no reason to live. <laughs> short people got... <laughs> so then uh, David, uh, David... See, that you know, but you don't know Charles Dern. <laughs> <laughs> All right? So, you know a fucking song that is older than the reference that I made with Evening Shade. But that song's funny. <laughs> yeah, but that's not something you hear on the... Fu- well, I was going to say, look, on the radio, that's not something you hear streaming that often. Let's what the fuck is on your music list, Daniel. I know. I'm very eclectic, man. So then David thinks Chicky is saying that his wife is hot for a second because he's like, ooh, that's a... 
That looks good. But he's actually talking about the Thunderbird car that's in the photo, and I'm like, okay. Whatever. Oh, yeah, he's like, wow, she's a real beauty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what he says. <laughs> so then Chicky says that women get mad sometimes. They start slashing your clothing, and he says, my wife is not a slasher. She's a boiler. <laughs> oh, and this oh. guy, he laughs a little bit like, how does he get that reference? I know. I'd be like, what? What the fuck? Yeah, is what, that? what? The fuck? Wait, she's a boiler maker? Huh? <laughs> so then Chicky's curious dude, he's how he... down. He knows what's up. <laughs> <laughs> so Chicky's already curious how he hurt his hand. You think they call him Chicky because he gets all the chicks? Yeah, no. definitely. Like I said, I, got, as soon as he went he's on screen. He's got the confidence. As soon as he, he came on screen. He has the confidence that you need to pick up women. I knew it. Right? As soon as he came on screen, I'm like, this is the dude who's going to fuck for sure. He's the Here comes the erotic part of the movie. He probably just always brings chicky nuggies to every like party that they chicky have. Chicky the nuggies. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he calls his balls. <laughs> hey baby, nuggies. you want to tickle my chicky nuggies? <laughs> you give hey, me a rim job. Come on, go all the way. Y'all keep going with this. I gotta go take a piss. <laughs> I'll be right back. Take it, take it, Tim. Take it. Oh well, damn. Yeah, take it, uh, Tim. Yeah. <laughs> well, this isn't my show on co-hosting. What the fuck is he throwing it over to me for? Uh, yeah, so at this point, the uh, the cop says to him, uh, a lot of times women will get mad at you and they'll take a pair of scissors and they'll slash your clothes. But the and, way he was like, holding Daniel's... it, Tim, I was like, oh, he's going to cut him. Because he's kind of well, got it like, uh, I don't. I still didn't think he was a detective. <sighs> yeah, there's just no way that, first of all, where does he keep his gun? They don't allow Chicky. The shirt no, is way no. too tight for him to have any kind of gun in his back. They don't uh, give Chicky a gun, Tim. Absolutely oh, not. He's on probation, and that's why he's doing this shit on his way home. This is just a guy who, They like, sent him home. Oh, shit. He lost his badge that day. They took his gun. They sent him home early, <laughs> and that's why he's on his way over there to try to redeem himself. Uh-huh. Which, redeem himself, he does. Yeah, because later on in the movie, he calls up police dispatcher. They're like, don't call us. <laughs> yeah, they're like, uh, hey, dude, you're not in your fucking jurisdiction. What the hell are you doing? Get the hell out of there. Which, I'd like to know, how is he talking to the woman on the... Well, we'll get to that part later on. But So he's talking about uh, sometimes guys will do the... Uh, women will do the slashing of the clothes with a pair of scissors. And sometimes the husband will do the same thing. He'll slash his wife's clothes with a pair of scissors, but the wife's still in them. Dum, dum, dum. Which, there's no blood anywhere. The only evidence, the only thing is the guy's hand is fucked up a little bit. The house is a mess, so the cop comes in, thinks maybe there was a fight, something like that going on. I can understand, but if you're going to stab your wife with a fucking pair of scissors, there's going to be blood instead of just a little bit on your hand. Also, it's like, but- dude, you are ruining your potential case, Chicky. You don't just fucking go into some guy's house whose wife disappeared and immediately be like, so did you kill her? You killed her, didn't you, you, you son know, of a bitch? I bet you cut up her clothes while she was still in them. And- this shit drives me crazy. And it's so, you see it all the time on fucking cop shows today where it's like the cops just don't, don't give a fuck about anything that they're supposed to do legally. And again, at the end of every fucking episode or every movie, the guy's going to go free because Chicky walked in without a fucking search warrant and started just fucking pumping him for information. Have y'all got into uh, the concerned neighbor who comes No, man, we're so... Like, oh, this fucking Irish lady? We are dreaming lady? about uh, the, the new spinoff, Chicky PD, the TV show that was going to come out. <laughs> oh, Chicky Big Daddy. 
Jiggy Nuggy. I love it because the neighbor sees him is like, "Are you an officer?" He's a middle-aged balding. Well, yeah, how do you? Well, hold on, no, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, 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 you forgot because Chicky got a little thing. Chicky don't wear a hat. Okay. <laughs> no hat. Chicky don't have a trench coat. Chicky got a magenta umbrella that he uses to stop himself from getting too burned in the Florida sun. Oh my god. I'm like, how could you think he's a cop? He must be the best fucking I would think this is some kind of crazy ass fucking clown walking down the street with a fucking umbrella. <laughs> it's not even like if you're gonna use an umbrella for the sun, don't you use like a white umbrella or a black umbrella or something? A fucking pink magenta umbrella he's got. Yeah, he's this a, really really large man with a Hawaiian shirt half buttoned <laughs> carrying around a fucking pink umbrella. You're like, Are you a are you a cop? Yeah, wait. Hold on a second. Did he steal that umbrella from the guy's house? That was Chicky's way. He did not have a. When Chicky showed up, Chicky did not have a fucking umbrella in his hands when he was in the house. He took that. He okay. Now Chicky has fucked it up because he stole evidence from the fucking crime scene. <laughs> oh my god! And for some reason, this neighbor is Scottish or some shit. She's Irish. Is she Irish? That's Irish. an Irish accent. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I know. You are Irish, so I should probably believe you. Yeah, listen to that Irish accent from Tim. (laughs) Gosh, I'm begona. My lass is going crazy. (laughs) There you go. Nothing like Irish mixed with Queens. I love it. Oh, it is interesting. I keep threatening David from Australia that I'm going to do an Australian accent, so... Oh, my God. Uh, I'm keeping that that ace up my sleeve. Yes. Um, And she starts gossiping about the fight that the couple had the other day. And she's, like, just being a snoopy asshole neighbor. Um, She mentions that there's a back door that's broken. She's like, all you have to do is give it a little push. See? She knows what's up with the cops. Mm -hmm. They don't give a shit. When she said back door, it was like, oh, here comes the eroticism. Let's see. Oh, Chicky bangs out Grandma. (laughs) Oh fuck yes! Yeah, Chicky. That's, I'm here for Irish. that. Countdown. Chicky gets lucky. Is you have a rim job with a lady who had no teeth. <laughs> <laughs> so then uh, she, he gets mad at her and tells her no. He slaps her hand like she's a like a bad little girl. He's like, no, don't do it. So we're back in the room with Cassie. She's still stuck in there and she's holding her stomach, y'all. Like we don't know what's going on. <laughs> When I saw that this is the first thing that I texted to Danny was, hey, did you ever want to see a movie where blah, blah, blah happens? So this is (laughs) the eroticism, right? (laughs) This is Uh, It's called fetishes. Uh Uh-huh. This is the closest we get to seeing Cassie climax because she is... um, This is so... This is a scene we did not need. We didn't need. And plus, anyway, there's it's a room full of trinkets and canisters and bowls and she just picks a red Exactly. Here we go again. She's not the brightest bowl because none of that. But she's not even doing this in the corner. She goes to the fucking middle of the wall. <laughs> she, she picks up her dress and takes a long, good piss on the floor, and you see her face just filled with exhilaration. And John Houston's in the audience it. watching his son's latest movie. Well, and here's this crazy thing: is because when she squats, okay, let's say it how it is. She squats yeah. and takes a piss up against the wall. She pulls the front of her dress down, yes. and I'm thinking, aren't you going to get splash all over the front of your dress? Oh yeah, that dress smells like fucking piss. The rest of the movie, guaranteed, yeah. guaranteed. It's a mad splash. And then uh, Reynolds somehow uh, forgot the largest fucking wrench you could own and left it in the room. 
And so now she's he trying to He took the water pump out. but left the wrench. Yeah. Like, the <laughs> How's he going to fix the water pump? Because there was a part wrench. where she's grabbing for the water pump, but he takes that and leaves the wrench. I'm like, well, you got the better of the two. What do you, the fuck are you going to do with a water pump? <laughs> and then this might be the most annoying scene to me because Georgina comes toward the door and she tells her, she tells Cassie to please, like, back away from the door. I'm coming through. What the fuck is keeping Cassie from not, from, like, why is she nothing. listening to her? Nothing's keeping her from anything, Daniel. <laughs> That's what I mean. She's slow. I when she comes high. back in, she's like, at one point, Andy Dickinson tells her, when she comes in, back up away from the door. That's it. Yeah, Don't! That's it. Don't! Don't yeah. fucking back up from the door. Stand behind the door. As soon as she comes in, one-arming a fucking breakfast tray that weighs 40 fucking pounds, by yeah. the way. It's like a giant gold-plated breakfast tray. Yeah, there's a fucking croissant on it. There's fresh-squeezed orange juice. There's milk. There's a salt and fucking pepper shaker that looks like it comes out of the fucking Four Seasons restaurant. <laughs> it hey, is Tim, fucking you, amazing. You're in your details, dude. I'm telling you, Tim has like 20 pages of notes. Guaranteed, and he uses ten percent. Uh, he's he's yeah, that's true. I keep, no, it's fucked up. Is right before the show, I ripped them out of my uh, out of my book, and I mixed them up a little bit. So I'm like, wait, what the fuck? Oh, so you're just like Bert does just, this, Bert does that. What? <laughs> oh, that. Was, <laughs> I like the idea that he's pausing the movie at this point. He's like, what's on that tray, huh? <laughs> no, it, what really bothered me is how how the fuck was she holding that tray up with one hand? Yeah, she's like an old lady. Also, you like, got the fucking wrench. Just hit her over the fucking head, run out of the goddamn house, out. and take Bert's truck. Just get the hell out of and here. Honest, and honestly, but here's the thing, lady. guys. You can just push her, and she will not come up quick. And don't even like, say anything, Tim, about like, oh, but she'd leave the kid. Who cares? At this point, just go. At, no, fuck that. At that kid, you know what? Look, if your imaginary friend can't help you, there's nothing I can do. <laughs> Yeah, okay? the- you call fucking happy. Get Christopher Maloney on your fucking case. The daughter peers but- out the window. She's like, "Mommy, help me." She's like, "Yeah, it- it- yeah, 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 yeah." Don't worry, I'll be back. Yeah, just talk to Annabelle. Bye. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Annabelle will scare the shit out of the house. She'll haunt the house. They'll let you go. Oh man! And so she tries to get out. She puts the wrench under a pillow for no fucking reason, and to try to hide it, I guess. And then Georgina decides to leave the room with the whole tray of food inside the room, and she closes the door just before. Yeah, exactly. The, you can't beat this fucking old lady with the busted hip, probably, out oh, the fucking door. So appalling and idiotic. Okay, just- and now here's a question I have. Is this the first time that Burt Reynolds and her have done this? No. I don't no. think it is. No, no, no. This because why thing. do they have a room that has a door on it and a fucking boarded up window like that? And it just seems like par for the course. And he like also nobody in this for- nobody on this family is batting an eye about this it. This is hey. how I think Reynolds is making money for the shop is he only takes women that have classic cars. <gasps> you know what? There is a fucking scene where he's in the garage and there's another one that looks like a fucking like a fucking nineteen fifties Soto car yes, in the background. Yeah, no. The whole thing is he takes apart these cars and sells the parts, Tim. Alright, but uh, Yeah, that's always making so, money. Wait, you're waiting for fucking women driving down the road. Uh-huh. It's two birds, one stone. It's baby. always got to be With a woman. Classic cars. Yes. Okay. Yes. All the time. <laughs> Have you ever been to Tampa? Jesus. I mean. And yeah. wait, at one point we see this motherfucker take apart a car and he doesn't look like he's doing a fucking delicate job on it, does it? Looks like it's all fucking burnt well, out. I think at this point he's done it so long he's at the end of his rope. You know, he's slacking. He's messing shit up. He's, you know, he's not trying anymore. It's taking three blue chews instead of two. (laughs) Yeah. So he's distracted. His fucking boner's raging. And we will learn that him and Angie, it it ain't happening anymore, guys. Oh, no, no. All right, and here's another question. All right. The kid that's in the house, 
Yeah. yeah. Jill. Jill, yeah. That's their daughter? Yeah. Yes. That's their Either daughter. that or it's a kid left over from one of the other... Time. No, it's, here's what here's what I'm thinking. This is why I'm thinking it's not the fucking first time. Because age wise, how the fuck old is Angie Dickinson in this movie? You know, she looks good. So let's say she's fifty 55. years old. Okay, yeah, fifty yeah, ish. So she had. I mean, it was late, but this... it happened. Uh, all right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because she could have had that baby at like thirty eight. Yeah, I mean, it's pushing it, but yeah, you can do it. And so uh, now we see Reynolds taking that car part, like you're saying. He tears off the car badge, though, which will be a factor in this movie, apparently. He opens the door as uh, Cassie tries to take out the door from its hinges with that monkey wrench. And she offers Reynolds the car. She's like, just take the car. If you can just let us go, just take the car. And he's, of course, declining. It's like he's already like, taken the car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? He's like, bitch, your car's been broken down already. <laughs> I'll put that and, and you know. Does he even try? That's like going too far over. Like you know what you said, you wanted to buy the car before. You know what? Maybe I can give you a good deal on it. Instead, of like <laughs> just take the car. So that's like that's it. I surrender. You can have my car. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, I like how you're gonna negotiate your way out of this, Tim. You know, I know you've locked me in this prison room, but like, and I know you're interested in buying the car. How about I make you a deal? Huh? I've hey. always look. I have gotten into a lot of fights when I was a kid and younger. And I also got out of a lot of fights simply by talking my way out of it. And I always thought that if I ever was like in a hostage situation with some crazy motherfucker, I would just know how to play my cards off. I'd be like, yeah, you know what? That's right. They're at, dude, they're not just after you. They're at the me too. Let's get the fucking, get these motherfuckers yeah. and get the hell out of here. Yeah, Tim would save the hostages and sell the guy a time care. <laughs> yeah, fuck the hostages. <laughs> just me. You know what? Let Annabelle take care of the Tim hostages. Tim is the country's best moon pie salesman, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Move that from that shoe fly pie. Curious why he only sells the vanilla ones. Uh. Hey. <laughs> I'm in the South. <laughs> you going for the target market? Yep. Oh, my God. So then she... um. So then Reynolds says that Georgina has it in her. Like this, it's so funny. It keeps getting reiterated. Reynolds just keeps reiterating that Georgina has it in her head that you're a sister, and he says all. And he says you kind of look like her actually, because she put on like a fucking blue dress or some shit that I guess Marlene used to wear. And he says um, that even the kids, you know, the kids look alike. She's like Samantha looks nothing like Donna, and he's like, well, you know, all kids look alike from afar. Yeah, no, no, this is a creepy fucking line that he says. All he's like, all alike. kids look alike if you want them to. Yeah, that's what he says. <laughs> like, whoa, yeah, that's whoa, the line. Yeah, fucking shit. That's what I'm thinking again. Is Jill their real daughter? Oh, and then even creepier than that, he says. She's like, why are you doing this? He's like, I, I'm just letting them have some pleasure. <laughs> Pleasure's the only thing I live for. And I haven't had any pleasure in about 35 years. <laughs> oh, the longer I wait, the puffier my and this is like, we are. I don't know what a water pump is. I don't know what a woman We are is. so deep into the second act, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on in this movie? Like, this is... Yeah, when's the erotic part happen? Yes. It's so, Where's Chicky? Nothing is happening. This and there's a lot. Wait, of, we go from where's the boss to where's Chicky? <laughs> yeah, where's Chicky? <laughs> <laughs> and she says, he says something like, "You humor Georgina, and we'll be friends, and I'll wave goodbye." You understand what I mean, don't you? And then Cassie says, "Just please don't lock me in this room anymore." <laughs> <laughs> He's like, okay. He's now, like, "I'll think away. about it." And he locks her back in the fucking room. He walks out. 
Then all of a sudden, Reynolds walks into maybe the greatest <laughs> character in this whole fucking oh movie. Oh my, John. Okay. John Madden. Oh Daddy. shit! Holy fucking shit! Here is the fucking Angelica Houston, John Houston connection. He's in Pritziana. Oh. He's the fucking okay. head don of the mafia. Never seen that movie, but okay. Oh Jesus Christ! Come on, man. You don't is like fucking in, Jack Nicholson? Is he in Mob Boss or? No, there's no way he's a mob boss. <laughs> he should have been in, he should have been in mob name? boss. Uh, I don't Pritzy's know what his Honor. name is. Oh, don't worry, I'm going to look it Pritzy's up. Pritzy's on, I look up at the Don. He's always been this old fucking creepy dude. He's always been old. I re- you know how you know I'm a 90s kid? I remember him in um, that, I think it's Damon Wayans. One of the Wayans brothers. He plays like a, a, a fucking drill instructor like at a... Major Pain. If the movie's called Major Pain. This old man plays a fucking drill instructor? Oh, no, Major Pain. Um, you know that uh, dead member of the Grindman, Chris Hughes, was in that movie. Oh, no yeah, shit. Yeah, he's one of the kids. No, you always get it confused. He was in another movie. No, no, no. Movie. He was he in wasn't Major, in Major Pain, Pain as one of the children. I'm going to go back what and was the one that check, he missed out remember on. Yeah, because it wasn't there. Was I think. No, he was in, oh, Trust me. I don't want to say Major you're Pain, wrong. Yeah. Not the other one. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Daniel knows better than you do, Mike. Because I could have sworn that he correct because i would have been excited if he was in major pain but he was in some other shitty kid um similar type movie oh minor infection <laughs> like the ripoff of he was in major pleasure oh okay he was in this the cinemax version <laughs> i like minor infection better well, minor infection. but maybe he was in major pain i don't oh, know okay. I'm gonna have finally to i found this guy's fucking imdb okay go ahead all right Oh yeah, that's where I know him from. Is he's in uh, Christmas Vacation? He plays that grandpa that uh, lights oh, the tree see? on fire with his. Uh, see, always plays an old man. He's so fucking funny. He's been old for like 40, 50 years. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, he's the voice of the evil scientist in Nightmare Before Christmas. Isn't he in um one of those um? Is he in Creep Show or? He's in Mouse Hunt. He could be in a Creep Show. Mm. Uh, the Mad. Pretty Zana. Come on, the Jerky Boys. What? <laughs> he was in the Jerky Boys. Yeah, he plays the Don in the Jerky Boys. <laughs> oh, that's right. The mafia tells him, "Hey, you gotta make prank phone calls. He or we'll is kill you." Tim, I knew it. I was right. He plays the Don and Mob Boss, buddy. Oh, Holy yeah. fuck! He is the Don, yeah. dude. And that's after Pritzi's on him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say which one came first. I was like, wait, <laughs> John Houston watched. He is <laughs> the mob boss. I'm like, that's him. Eddie Deason's mob boss. Yep. Wow. And he's very famous for his voice. He he kind of sounds like that. Like he's like always. He sounds like he's just about to die, but he's like in that weird hiatus. Like <laughs> it was really tough to do the casting for this. They're like, we either got John Madden or uh, the guy from Pritzi's Honor and Mob Boss. <laughs> So, yeah, so Danny Houston called up his dad, and he's like, hey, can you do me a favor? <gasps> he was in Wise Blood, which is a John Houston movie. So, yes, Tim, I think uh, you're on to something. there's a connection. Pretty's Honor is a John Houston oh, yeah, movie, okay. and Angelica Houston was in. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Of yeah. course I am. Trust me. Don't. Yeah. Never have old. to fact check me. Yeah, My name sure. is not Donald Trump. <laughs> Fuck you. What's his name again? <laughs> what was that guy's name in Evening Shade? <laughs> Donald Trump? No, no, that other guy you kept telling us about. You guys don't know who was Charles Durning. Yeah, no, that the Donald Trump one is Orange Shine. It's I think what happened shade. is after Dom DeLuise died, Bert needed another fat friend, and he picked up Charles Durning. Hey, you, dude, it's all, like I always have to have like a rotund friend. Yeah, 
like it's you just part of it. it. Now I'm oh, so wait, so you're one of those who like the you hang out with like ugly people to make yourself look better? No, 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 no man. No. You just my friends a, are big, but they're great looking. You're a big dude to roll with, man. <laughs> yeah, I I'm mean a, literally roll. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, more of this. I used to be. I used no, to be I a fat kid. I used to be a fat kid, so I can get away with that. And what's incredible is I lost about maybe 60, 70 pounds once Damn. I started smoking pot. It killed my fucking appetite, and it drove all my other fucking friends to smoke pot completely fucking crazy because everybody else had the fucking munchies, and I'd be like, "Eh, I don't care about pizza." Interesting. It was that good. You were just like, fuck it, I don't have Man, and Tim was on his way to getting the nickname Chicky. Just, (laughs) if it wasn't for pot. (laughs) Oh, that's right, yep. Chicky Yobo? If I would. (laughs) Chicky Yobo. (laughs) It kind of sounds good. You got to read to it. Hey, you know, why not? You know what, Tim, for now on, we can call you Chicky if you want. I think we should. Uh, No thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the show, Chicky Yobo. Right, and then if you like the movie at the end, you go, Chicky, likey. <laughs> Chicky, likey. Chicky, Mindy. If only yeah. Chicky gets it to the end. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he uh, Reynolds walks into this old man on a wheelchair who's played by this guy that we talked about for fucking 20 Yeah, minutes. his name is William something or other. It's William something or other. We don't William, know Italian. Italian sound. William Hick. Really? Yeah, yeah. He's Irish? I don't even know what he's Irish, and he makes his living off of playing fucking Italian mob bosses. We are not halfway through this goddamn movie. (laughs) Okay, so we don't know who this guy is in terms of the movie, and this old man in this creepy voice tells Reynolds, "Been a long time since you've touched a woman, and yeah, maybe this one will let you. Not like that crazy wife of yours." (laughs) Uh, Tim, just so you know, he is Irish, and he's from Brooklyn. So there you go. Oh, oh, there you Hickey go. is an Irish name. I know that. Damn. So uh, he's uh, obviously <gasps> this guy's awesome. He's probably the most terrifying thing in the movie. Did I hear something? Yeah, no, he's also in Queens. What? He's in, he's, he was he born lives in, in Queens? Born in, no, he's dead now, Tim. I mean, the guy was like well, 100 I, in this movie. We think of that. But yeah. he uh, born in Brooklyn and uh, then lived in Queens, in Richmond Hill. What part of Queens? Oh, all right. Nice. Yeah, Let's he died in Queens. 1997. He died two years after this movie. Do you know how old he was? This is the most shocking part about this. 89. No, no, no. I would say he's like 66 years old. <laughs> he was 69 years old. No! Oh! In this movie, he was old. Nice. Oh, my God. Shut nice. He was 69? Yeah, so in this movie, he was, what, 67? 60. That is the oldest 67. <laughs> that is like the most <laughs> decrepit. Yo, that motherfucker lived a life. Dude. Dude, he looked Crip Keeper. And Tim's yeah. going on and on about how old he is in Princey's Honor. He's like in, he's like 45 in that movie. <laughs> That's what I told you. He's one of those motherfuckers who's always old. God. So we're back with Chicky, and he says something about them possibly having a wife, and he's at the precinct. This is the only time I think we even see the precinct. Uh, which probably isn't a real precinct. And he says something like, we could possibly have a wife and child murder. We got to go. And then he steals someone's sandwich and says, fuck you. I'm going to eat your sandwich. Dude, classic oh. chicky. I loved it. Yeah. And now, all right, I don't want to get off a ramp, but was it a sandwich or was it a hot dog? Oh, my God. Just go. <laughs> Just go. <laughs> Just go. So, Cassie's trying to get out of the room again, but Georgina interrupts her, and she says uh, she wants to draw her a bath. 
Oh my god. Oh, this here we go. So Here's the erotic stupid. part. Yeah, there, this there is this is real Mike. erotic. This is Cinemax style, right? Yeah. Yeah, you get and the gilf. Yo, nothing you got you police nothing more erotic than a than a third of a way filled tub <laughs> with Angie Dickinson <laughs> watching you. Like. <laughs> You got policewoman and Ferris Bueller's girlfriend in the bathroom together taking a bath. Yeah, huddled up. She's huddled up uh, like cold because nobody decided to fill the tub the whole way. She's freezing and just huddled over. No, no, no. There's a part where you see that fucking water and the steam is fucking shooting out of that fucking tub. Yeah, that bitch is hot. Yeah. And then and so Cassie tries to get her to get the fuck out. She's like, I gotta take a shit. I've been in that fucking room all fucking <laughs> yeah. day. Can yeah, you get that's out? right. That's right. It worked out because she says, I need to go to the bathroom. And she's like, Hey, it's not number one. I gotta take a fucking dump. You better get the hell out of here. And I was like, Oh, here comes <laughs> the eroticism. <laughs> oh, Scott. Oh, Scott, man. <laughs> Georgina yeah, goes outside wow, of the room for like seven seconds. She gives her seven seconds to shit. Yeah, because like. she goes one, two, okay, and then comes right in. <laughs> Damn. You had fucking Chinese what? food last night? <laughs> smells like a Chinese laundry food place in this place. Also, it's really fucking weird because Cassie, when she tells Cassie, aren't you going to leave, Georgina says, you always wanted me to scrub your back. <laughs> what? Yeah, white fire. That's a weird sister relationship there. Oh, yeah, that's right, because we skipped over a part. At this point, Angie is telling her straight up, you are my sister. Yeah, yeah, she said at this point, yeah. Yeah, yeah, at this point there. And again, crazy chick is going along with the story. Yeah, at this point, Cassie's trying to in... um, She's trying to play along, hoping that if she can just convince her that she's her sister, eventually she can get out of that room and get the fuck but out. But she also grabs that, like, I don't know, some sort of hairbrush that's also a knife, like a letter opener. Yeah. Uh, no, it's like an actual pair of scissors. Isn't it? No, it's like oh, a it's scissors. a pair of yeah. scissors. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah, that's right. Because she took the wrench and she put it in the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> if uh, Angie Dickinson opens up the fucking toilet, she's like, the fuck did you? You got too much iron in your diet, honey. You were hungry, girl. Damn. Fuck, I heard a shit in a brick, but shit in a That would have been a great comedic moment in this movie if Bert went to go take a shit and he just opens it up, there's a wrench in there. And I, like, yeah, what the hell's that? Like, That's how yeah, a man yeah. takes a shit. I shit my tools out. So she mentions, um, this is when we find out a little bit about how fucked up his family is because... Georgina mentions Jill, who is the crazy brat in the movie, um, was kind of slow as a baby. And she thinks that God was punishing her for sleeping with Reynolds before the wedding. And then, um, I, although I feel like God would give you a high five for sleeping with Reynolds um, back yeah, in the day. Yeah, randomly, you and get, I gotta get say, with the devil. Daniel's explaining this, but the movie, is, it has slowed <laughs> to a fucking crawl, everybody. Like, um, yep. holy Look, it's time shit. for evening shade. <laughs> Just sit back and relax, folks. I'm trying, man. I'm trying to make this big. It sense. was like so southern humor. He described a scene which took like ten minutes to get that information out. It's like at some point I'm just like I'm screaming at the TV, like cut for fuck's sake! Somebody say <laughs> something and cut. <laughs> this is um, Danny Houston, though. I know, right? You're gonna that's... tell Danny Houston how to direct a movie? And we, I, I wish somebody did. I know. Have you seen his eyebrows? They're serious. Like you ain't gonna tell him. I shit. mean, at this point in the movie, I'm googling moon pies, trying to figure it out. You're just distracted. <laughs> young, you're looking for young Angie. Just Go on X hamster, type in moon pie, see what comes up. 
She mentions their son Ar- Arthur, who was oh, um, her second God baby. Sakes. And I guess if Jill was slow, then Arthur came out pretty rough. And she says something about Reynolds just wanting Arthur to stop crying. So okay, okay, Jill all right. was okay, slow, but again, Arthur hold was on, real hold rough. On. Here we go with the fucking <laughs> math. He is in, here's where the math does not add up. The math. So Jill. Uh-huh. The little girl, okay, yeah. their daughter, Burt Reynolds and Angie Dickinson's daughter, not only is the daughter of these two, but has a younger brother. Yeah. Yes. So yes. Angie Dickinson, what, had her when she was like 38, 39 thinking, years old, maybe. and then has another fucking well, kid. Well, Tim, then you are she has to be the kid coming out coming not out great, dude. Rough. Oh, shit, that's right. That's oh. fucking dusty sperm. <laughs> Dusty sperm. It's just like dusty sperm. Uh, it comes out like rust. Yeah, at that point, and then, like a red. So then, Cass- <laughs> so Cassie grabs those scissors we were talking about, and Georgina sees them, and she just grabs them, and she goes, "How about I cut your hair?" Well, yeah, because she, she looks at him, and she's like, "Oh, I know what you want. You want me to cut your hair?" Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and just yeah, just hard, like dude. straight up, fucking lops it off. By her grabbing the scissors, isn't that? Telling us that she's ready to fucking stab this bitch Andy Dickinson to get away. I think she yeah. wanted to, but she pushed yeah. out. I think that's what happened. But and yeah, I'm you're just right. still asking, like, when is the eroticism? Or? Well, it's coming up right now, Mike, because we get a a scene of David yelling at Cassie's sister. Wait, that's not erotic at all. Oh, this scene though. Okay, I have some questions. So uh-huh. they are having a discussion. So Dad won. Daddy won is over at the sister's house wondering where his wife is, right? And she's missing. Mm -hmm. Did you notice where they're meeting? They're, like, outside at the fucking pool with, like, a full plate. Like, they had a barbecue and everything. They got, like, drinks and fucking hot dog sandwiches. there's no reason why you can't have a barbecue when you're talking about your missing sister and niece. <laughs> but there's like, yeah. I love the idea. It's a that, nice day. It's a nice fucking day. What I know. Doing? That's what I wanted, though. I wanted the scene of like, well, you know, it's a nice day. Why don't we cook some, <laughs> cook some burgers, <laughs> pour some drinks, talk about my missing sister? Hey, you want me to make your hot dog sandwich? <laughs> well, yeah, because his his brother in law says, um, oh, that, this brother in law. What the fuck is up with his teeth? <laughs> he, he looks like he looks like Thomas Dolby. That. <laughs> Oh, yeah, he guy. looks like Thomas Dolby with a fucking shag rug on his fucking arm. <laughs> this motherfucking hairy oh, son of God, a bitch. Oh, God, he's one of the hairiest Dolby. men I've ever seen. Bert must have been jealous, dude. Oh, yeah, this guy's got some... Maybe that's how they got Bert's wig. He was growing on his arm. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, hey, can we shave a little off for Bert? You know, just shave it off. We're going to dye it. <laughs> yeah, uh, look, uh, you got to do me a favor, Danny. Uh, I got this friend... Uh, he does me a favor, so uh, I need you to get him a part in the movie so we're always close together. He could be like the brother-in-law, something like that, but just show off his like arms a little uh, bit. Bert's personal alpaca, but a man that he brings around. <laughs> yep. He wears these fun little circle glasses. He wears these little circle frames. People love him. Yeah, it looks like he could be like a fucking Renfield and a Dracula. I mean, you're he looking has, at this guy, you're like, yeah. who the fuck is this guy? Like, he cannot act whatsoever. He's just... No. He's, he looks One thing, insane. though, we got to give it to him. This guy, he fucking bagged the hot wife for how he looks. Oh, he did. Yeah, this guy did a magical <laughs> job. I mean, even though his... I mean, she is insane. Well, look, guys, when you're the number one <laughs> yeah. moon pie salesman in the country, like, you're doing just fine. So, fucking... Fucking, uh, uh, uh... Chicky. Chicky, he calls baby. And he tells... 
he tells the sister, hey, don't let David leave. We think that he could be the murderer. <laughs> yeah. Even and though there's no normal. fucking evidence. Yeah, and that's, what, that's when she tries not no, to wait. believe. All our evidence is tainted because old Irish fucking bitch broke into the fucking house and then called the cops. Yeah, and she's like, that's there's blood. inadmissible. All, there's blood all over the phone. There's blood all over the place. And it's from that, like, comedic slip that he took earlier in the movie when he cut his hand. Uh, yep. Yeah, and so, uh, so yeah, they try to keep him away. They get into a little fight, and the sister says that she says something like, oh, she starts telling him that he uh, hit her or something like that, and he's like, I never hit her, and it's funny because the hairy brother-in-law says, I believe you, <laughs> like, right away. Like, he's just very loyal to All right, now, yeah, David. this is supposed to be a very tense situation. At this point, Mia's sister, the wife's sister, thinks that he killed or possibly killed her sister and niece, right? This is a very yes. tense situation. Back and forth with what's going on. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden... Go ahead. All of a sudden, the sister gets very lighthearting, like, lightheartedly <laughs> jokey about it. She's like, it's always the quiet ones. Oh, oh, oh boy. You know? Maniac killers. Gosh damn it. I'll tell you. What is up? With these maniac kill killers. <laughs> the sister says, the cops know what you drive, so they're going to know where you're going. He's okay, like, oh, now he's got a fucking, oh, checkmate, bitch, because I'm going to take your car instead. Now the cops are looking for you. I'm going for a VW <laughs> minibus trip, bitch. Yeah, okay. Uh, they have a nice house, right? They have money to spend on fucking stupid masturbatory t- upside-down equipment. Yeah. Yep. And they're driving a VW bus. Tim, where are you going to yeah, keep all the moon a... pies? Also, that was oh, a vintage model. So that's how he thing. saves extra money. He delivers them himself. <laughs> yeah, shack style. Yep. And uh, we take off. We get our first people of color in the movie as um, as David is <laughs> driving around. <laughs> yeah, he, goes, he, goes, he goes to, for some reason, he goes to Jamaica town. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what is going on in this movie, dude? It sounds like at a fruit stand. He's like asking, "Have you seen this lady? Have you seen her?" And he's like, "We get this whole montage of him trying to travel and find her." And we're back at Reynolds' house, and Georgina's finished Cassie's makeover, which is just like short hair, and she looks '90s and shitty. Um, also, the, the, well, I don't know, man. Decent. Angie, like, dude, she gave her like the she full, the full thing, man. They had like curlers and that. Like, her hair is done up. Well, yeah, because later on we find out she was a hairdresser, right? Oh, really? Yeah, she said something about that at some point. I think attention? You are really paying attention. He does, yeah. He pays Why do people me. have me on this show to talk for six fucking hours about stupid <laughs> shit or little details? I no, mean, if I didn't know shit. that those uh, salt and pepper shakers came from the Ritz-Carlton, I mean, <laughs> wouldn't have completed <laughs> The Four Seasons. It was the Four Seasons. He's, yeah, he's searching online. Oh, yeah. He's Google reverse imaging. <laughs> Oh, Screenshot. Four seasons. I knew I'd seen it before. Four seasons. <laughs> he actually drove to one. <laughs> yeah. I know y'all aren't open. I know y'all Went aren't to the open. Four se- I just want to come Four in. seasons in Queens. <laughs> uh, excuse me, I'm a health inspector. I need to see your salt and <laughs> Got him. <laughs> so uh, all of a sudden, you remember playing uh, Cowboys and Indians, guys, when you were kids? Well, oh, ooh, it's a never fan. like this. What, you didn't always have a noose? When you <laughs> uh, well, hold on. No, not only that, but somebody has two fucking nooses laying around the house. We'll find out later on. Oh, my God. Yeah, um, this little fucking bitch kid. Holy <laughs> Christ. 
She's a fucking nut job and a half. Jill exclaims, I caught myself an Indian! And we see poor Samantha tied to a fucking rope, a noose, with some war paint on her face. <laughs> In her go. underwear, right? That was the 90s. Yeah, she, yeah. You know. yeah, it was the 90s. Uh, still, like, what this the This is fuck? what, and like, course, Dan, you've told that story about that guy hitting pixie sticks like they were cocaine. Uh, <laughs> you guys were all dressed up like this at the time, right? <laughs> My no. Halloween costume. No, we were dressed up like the little homies. Oh, the little homies. That's perfect. Oh, shit. Yeah, some documentary about that motherfucker, wasn't there? What? I'd like yeah, to I'd love it. to find out about little homies. the fuck little homies maybe he was on, from. No, no, maybe he was on that fucking Netflix thing, the, the Toys That Made Us. If they did a Toys That Made Us on little homies. <laughs> Tim, hey, stop. It's Mike. It's Mike, it's little homies. Little homies. You know, Tim, they have truly run out of ideas if there's an episode of Lil Homies on Toys That Made Us. I know. I know I saw a documentary about how that motherfucker, like, started in his fucking house, and he was going around, like, the, all the 25-cent machines and putting them in every day by himself. And he's like, he's like, oh, I used to make a ton of fucking money, and then he, like, blew it investing back in the company and making more homies, <laughs> Lil Homies, and the whole fucking market fell out. Oh, oh man, you're right. It's on the AV Club. They have a a thing called "My Homies Sells Homies." <laughs> <laughs> it's it's by Vice. Vice made a profile on the guy. There you go. All right, see, oh, I know I Vice. saw it somewhere. Vice did it. Okay, wow, yeah, because I couldn't imagine Netflix being like, "Okay, we did the He-Man <laughs> episode," and someone raises their hand and goes, "How about Lil Homies?" <laughs> <laughs> it took the nation by storm, dude. Everybody remembers that for the brief year, you know. Oh, it's like, kind of like Pogs. It was around the same time, like where it was famous for like two years, maybe, <laughs> and then that was it. <laughs> so she's uh, uh oh. So then when she, when Cassie sees this, she goes insane. She's like, "Give me my fucking daughter!" And she grabs Samantha, and then Reynolds comes in and just wrecks the party up. He knocks her down, backhands, backhands, yeah. And then he just rips off her dress for no fucking reason. Uh, this is the erotic part. We get to see Ferris Bueller in a almost thong. Um, I I wasn't looking that hard. I get the fuck out of here. Come on. Eh, you see thing. it like three times. I know. There's just, one scene where she's just rolling around on the fucking bed, so you can see her fucking ass. <laughs> it's just bad. You in slow motion. Hey, the details. Oh, God. So she's able to get a pretty good hit on Reynolds with that big-ass monkey wrench right across the face. But, of course, he recovers. He shakes it off. He's like, ah, it's nothing. And then he just knocks her out with a really solid punch. And he brings her to the bed. Like, oh, boy. He brings her to the bed, lays her on top of <laughs> I don't like how you said that, Jim. <laughs> well, here's, here's the oh. part where it's like, what the fuck? He's like, here we go. <laughs> Tim's rubbing his hands together right now. Well, he, he goes, oh, boy. so he's on the body and some angelic music starts playing and um which doesn't make any sense to go with well they needed the erotic part yeah yeah a lot of the music in this movie doesn't match up with what's going on i was gonna say every time they show chicky they play some like home alone 2 shit with like (laughs) fugal horns and fucking baritones and shit i'm like what are y'all doing chicky home alone sign me up yeah, he would have wow. fit right in that universe. He catches the wet bandits. <laughs> <laughs> More like the dry bandits. I mean, uh, so, so, so the old man all of a sudden shows up. He just strolls on in in the room. 
out of nowhere and he says well what are you waiting for boy give it to her and uh she says uh he says something like you're real pretty real soft and pretty <laughs> it's really <laughs> fucked up are you afraid of making another idiot baby oh, yeah he's instead of he doesn't idiot, say idiot you gonna afraid you gonna make an idiot baby and, and it's like, uh, yeah, that what, makes... what are you talking about, Bert? Jesus. Why does Bert cockblock himself? <laughs> like, that makes no sense. Don't get ahead of yourself. Yeah. Hold on. Well, well, because we do find out. Yeah, hold on. Is... No, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. What? <laughs> He's got more salt and pepper shakers to talk about, Dale. Yeah. Hold on. God damn Don't it. Don't turn the egg over are until Are you going to talk done. about the company that the robe he's wearing Yeah, did you from? see that brand of mattress? <laughs> Actually, that wheelchair was manufactured <laughs> three years oh, after this movie was supposed to take place. Oh, God. So it's actually the future. It's the future. Is that really what you had, or did you have something else you wanted to add? No, that's it. You really are a son of a bitch. <laughs> so he pushes the old man against the wall and starts yelling at him. And then all of a sudden, the old man disappears, and this is when we learn he's hallucinating this old man who apparently was wheelchair-bound, and it's actually his pops. And um, he Reynolds says that he treated him like shit because he was normal. Hold, hold, hold on. Hold on. I want to say this. This is Burt's Academy Award part, Daniel. You have to, you have to give this some One gusto, okay? Because he looks at her, and he says this monologue where he goes, I hate I hated my daddy. Give me a hard time. He hated me because I had two legs. And I hated him because he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> huh? That is not what he said, Mike. No, he said you, he you hated me. He had no legs. <laughs> I know. And he hated me because I had I'm legs. I'm paraphrasing it, but he said that. And I had, and I know how to use them. And I'm like, what? what? He doesn't say anything. And about I know how legs. to use them, huh? He says <laughs> that he treated him like shit because he was. He's like he treated me like shit because I was normal, and I hated him because he. Wasn't. Yeah, I like my now, version better. Like that. That daddy I th- I was know, at baseball like- games being like, fuck you for being able to run. <laughs> you still fucking slow, son. I don't care if I get good seats. <laughs> fuck you. So, yeah, this passionate speech he gives to Cassie after trying, after knocking her out and trying to rape her for a moment. Like she's going to listen to you. For a moment. crazy <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> look, hey, hey, look, look, look. Hey, look. Judge. Judge. <laughs> Okay. I had momentary okay. lapse in judgment. It was moment. That was it. It was the moment that I came, but it was only a moment. <laughs> Does it count if I came and my dick was still in my pants? You can hear more of so- this on Bloody Bits. <laughs> <laughs> we have a Patreon, bloodybits.com. Oh, I hope none of my family ever listens to my show anymore. I oof. I think they all listen to like the first two, and then after a while they're like, nope, this isn't for me. I said my pops. They heard the pops Boogie cool. Nights and they're like, oh, get this fucking Mike guy out of here. Who's this? <laughs> this fucking Mike guy. Who's this rich white guy just fucking up this show? <laughs> well, Talking my about show's, porn. My show's very famous for its rich whites, which there isn't one in this movie, so I'm well, sorry, Bert. Like, yeah, uh, he's kind of I mean, in like real life. Color. Oh, yeah, in that case. Oh, Chicky, yes, dude, that guy's fucking loaded. Come on. He's loaded with something, but I don't know <laughs> if it's money. 
Uh, so after Reynolds leaves, Cassie doesn't have uh, the monkey wrench anymore. He takes it because she oh he took it when they were in the bathroom so then she tries to take the pin out of the door hinge and her fucking thumb finger cracks oh, open and she tears it off get it this so shit out of here gross oh god we don't need this that's not the kind of movie this is all of a sudden go to body horror look if i had to choose if i could get cut one part out of this movie and i had to choose between her pissing on the ground or this i'd keep pissing on the ground in this movie <laughs> yeah i am not fucking with thumbnail torn off shit. There, like, yeah, there's something about thumbnails. That's no. it. Thumbnails and, and toenails. No. Which one is worse? Your Either thumbnail or your toenail? terrible. Any nail. I gotta go thumb. I feel like you you're, you you feel it more, a little bit more. No, um, no, no, no. I think you feel it more. Because I had an ingrown toenail and I had to have that shit oh, fucking removed. Geez. And holy fuck, that was like some of the worst pain I ever had in my life. I heard that shit is rough. I have a video. I'm going to put it up on bloodybits.com. <laughs> okay, put it on the bloodstream. <laughs> and then uh, we then see David who stops with the super... Uh, he, he stops and he finds the super redneck bros who realize... By the way, we had like one mechanic guy. Now we got two of them. So I don't know if they... This just, place is fucking popping. <laughs> yeah, there's no... Like, what's oh, happening? God. They see that his name is Osborne again, and they're like, "Oh, that's crazy!" There's like a chick that came through. Her name was Osborne. Yeah, but she wasn't. Yeah, they don't even do a fucking Ozzy Osborne thing. It's da 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 da. Oh yeah, they have to do some fake Ozzy Osborne song. They're like da da da. Yeah, sound like Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, basically. And the dudes start. The dudes tell him the shortcut that she took when she left, and so David takes off super quick. Now we're with Jill, who stole the hood ornament. Oh, no, we're not with her, but we find out that Jill stole, stole the hood ornament of the Thunderbird. So then Reynolds tells Georgina, if I have to punish her, I will. So he heads to the room. And look, listeners, look, child abuse is one of the most horrible things ever in this world, and we should not stand uh, for but, it. But, go ahead and say it, but. but. this movie shows Burt Reynolds backhand this kid and it might be one of the funniest it fucking is. things I've ever it seen. It is pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, Bert's like, hey, look, I'll do the movie, but I have to backhand at least two wins. Yeah, I get to be able to backhand the director's kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right! <laughs> he backhands Jill for taking the hood ornament. Who She's just play- It's funny, like, they told Jill, like, just play with it. Like, do something. She's throwing it in the air. I'm like, who does that? It's sharp on the corners. So he comes in, he backhands her, but barely connects. It's super fake. And she goes, ouch! And she falls on the floor. And it's just like the thump sound. Oh, my God. I don't know why it was so funny, but it was. And Samantha tries to sneak out, but he stops her. And then Cassie's able to sneak through the door on the other side. Wait, does he gets- grab the rope and pull it back? I don't know if he does. No, no. I don't think so. I don't think so. And then Cassie's able to sneak out when she's able to get the hinges um, off. And Reynolds has continued to berate uh, Jill. And she starts walking toward the room. And she's like, oh, shit, like, he's coming out. So then she runs back to the room. And, of course, then Jill does what most kids do when, you know, kids that are bullied or abused. She starts bullying Samantha for no fucking reason. Smacks her in the face. Yep, another backhand. Starts ripping her doll up. And, man, I'm like, oh, And Samantha the whole time is just making this little sad kid face. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is the worst shit fucking, like, what the fuck, dude? So then David manages to somehow find Reynolds' house. And he finds Reynolds in his garage. David tells him about the vintage car. And Reynolds says, ah, I don't think I've seen it. He says his wife has been kind of sick, so he ha- probably hasn't seen it either. 
And then David walks away, but just before he leaves, we probably get the one scary thing in this whole movie because it actually kind of jump scared. We get a pretty well, solid jump scare. Did you mention that when when David came into that scene, that Bert was for some reason pulling up his pants and doing his belt buckle? What? Yeah, that's no. a detail. I if didn't you notice. look closely, that, that scene opens with <laughs> with Bert Reynolds doing his belt. Like, hey, look, he was just fixing uh, his pants after the interview. <laughs> Hashtag Rudy. Man, Tim, I'm, I'm really upset that you didn't uh, pick up on that. I thought we would have had the brand of belt and everything. I know. I was like, oh, man, he got that he got that from the... I'll have to watch it one more time. <laughs> <laughs> I did watch this movie twice, and I regret. I, I can't regret believe it. you watched it twice. I Three know. hours twice, huh? Uh, you know, when you get Mike on the show, you got to bring it. Yeah, you that's know, you right. Gotta put, you it's gotta an put honor. Yeah, he's the pod father. I thought we were both just going to get on the show and you'd be like, all right, Tim, take it away. <laughs> I was going happened. to. <laughs> but then we would have like a six-hour episode, and I'm not going to about that. And then she walks in with these four-season salt and Daniel. pepper thing. <laughs> Daniel's getting ready to have his second, second two-parter. I know. I'm going to tell Bobby, let's wrap this shit up. we got a long day. you got to suck the band. You can wrap this movie call. up. We, we could do it. <laughs> no, no. Then we, uh, right away, uh, so David sees a doll just come down from one of the rooms, and the and the doll's like, I don't know if the doll's saying it. It's Annabelle. It's just saying it's it. usual shit. It's saying it's I love you. Reynolds gets gets behind him and, and gets a fucking chain on his, metal chain on his throat. He's like, ah, ah, and he pulls him away, so we don't know what the fuck happened. I assumed he fucking killed him, but we're going to find out what happens. So then we see Reynolds throwing some dirt down a well, which makes it more seem like he killed David. Mm-hmm. And then we and get some more random down lines. It. No, he th- no, he throws his cigar down there. Like, and then he spits. He's fucking DNA ever. He does this weird, like, he throws the cigar down there, and then he hawks like a big loogie, and he spits it down. I'm uh, like, what? <laughs> Burt Reynolds <laughs> loogie. Well, you know, erotic, so... <laughs> yeah, there you go. There's some of your, uh, your eroticism there. Spinning in the well, baby. So we get some more random lines from Georgina, who uh, was dreaming, and she mentions that they were burying Arthur and that the kid didn't want to be buried, <laughs> and he was trying to climb out of the grave. Yeah, that poor kid that was like, please don't bury me alive, Dad. <laughs> please, Dad, I'm not I need to watch Charles Durning on Evening Shade on Friday nights. <laughs> Bert, I don't think he wants to be buried alive. Nah. Oh, my God. Uh, it's just so a dream. Shut up. We see Reynolds, who's putting a bunch of pill powder into some drink. We're not sure what it is yet, but he just lets Georgina keep talking as he walks up the stairs. He walks into Cassie's room and he says, uh, "Sorry, I hurt you." He says, "I just got carried away." <laughs> I'm like, uh, "Yeah, yeah, dude." And he has her drink some warm milk. Um, I don't know why, but uh, the yeah, fuck's he gives gonna some warm like milk. put milk in a microwave or some shit. Like, what are you crazy? <laughs> Uh, have you ever pain? had warm no. milk? It's fucking disgusting. Absolutely I not. I never want to. Well, thanks. But uh, she drinks it. I guess just out of fear. She just doesn't want to do one more shit, so she drinks it. <sighs> then we get a flashback of Reynolds walking to Arthur's bedroom, smothering him with a pillow. And uh, actually, this is a cool scene in the movie—the way it's shot with like the did. fucking red backdrop and just like the shadows and everything like yeah. that. I've always wanted I to like see because- Bert kill a kid in a crib. <laughs> <laughs> he does it gently. First, he gives him fucking milk, 
Okay? <laughs> that's laced with drugs. And then before I get the kid, can he pass out from the drugs? He smothers him with the pillow. And we see the dad here who looks like he, there was a disturbance in the force. He kind of like all of a sudden lifts his head up like, oh, shit. What am I see, and that, here's why I think that's a good part. I think that's when daddy comes back. When he kills that kid. Oh. And I think that's why you see like the daddy guy sitting in the wheelchair and his eyes pop open. He's like, ah, I'm alive. And then he gives Cassie that, that warm milk after that. So it was actually after that little stupid sequence. Oh, and I, oh, it's not stupid. It was cool. You're right. Yeah, that's right. Because Burt Reynolds was standing there for like five minutes and it was like a fucking fugue. And <laughs> the door's open and she just stands there. Hey, <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> That yeah, milk's getting cold. I didn't think about that. Yeah, that's like when, um, like when the Power Rangers are transforming. It's like God, the bad guy has like two minutes to fucking destroy them. <laughs> Just fucking shoot at him. Just throw a grenade in that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then, so then Ren- Reynolds grabs some sort of nightgown for Cassie to put on, and he says, uh, "Put it on, and uh, you'll look fine." And so she puts it on, but then she goes, okay, and she's kind of quiet, but, and he's like, nah, put it on now. Like, I want to see you. And she starts to unbutton her dress, and before she can reveal uh, her pubes, uh, he, she says, what would Georgina say if she saw you doing this? So she used the old school mind trap trick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Him. She fucking shamed his ass. So he walks away. And, uh, uh, mind trap I thought the same thing with the father and the first thing we're like do it do it what's the matter you can't do it Bert what's the matter we're not a man it's wrong you, did you trim that mustache a little too keep short keep in mind that <laughs> Tim watched this movie and then said this would be perfect for the show I know yeah y'all keep that in mind uh, is it entertaining no <laughs> really no the first 30 minutes was great, but man, was this a long 90 minutes. I know. I'm really taking the... I'm, taking, I'm, I'm getting a, <laughs> through this son of a bitch. Well, I have to check when I sent you the text message, Daniel, when I was maybe about 29 minutes in, when I said, oh, this is the movie we yeah, should do. Yeah, 29 minutes in, and then two minutes later, you're like, oh, I've made a huge mistake. <laughs> I already say crazy six. That turned out to be a fucking dud. I can't back out now. Oh, my God. So then we see David, who's somehow fucking alive in that well. And uh, we also see a rotten carcass in there as well, too, which I'm thinking this is probably the, the dad. Oh, uh, sure, I thought this was like a... Tim was saying earlier, like this was one of the many. Oh, one of the many still yeah. down there. Yeah, we don't, th- we don't really find out who that is. And uh, speaking of what Tim mentioned earlier, I think this was while we were recording, but uh, maybe not. But Christopher Nolan, you hack, because David basically climbs out the exact same way Batman did in <laughs> Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> And uh, the music could have definitely made it more exciting, but it's just, of course, a bunch of If only uh, Bert had the Bane voice throughout this whole movie. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Drink this man. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, David, From the shop. <laughs> David sees Reynolds walk away, climbs out of the fucking well. We see here that David has a pretty strong limp, so it's it's kind of impressive he was able to get I out was of so there. pissed off. I'm like, this leg. guy's our hero? Yeah, I know, I know. I thought he was going to die. They can't even fucking spell minutes. dinosaur by a suit that fits. I know. He's the great white hope. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Great white dope. <laughs> the great white dope, yeah. 
And uh, Cassie at this point is uh, feeling high as a fucking kite. Uh, she tries to work her way down the stairs but falls once she's about halfway down. Reynolds takes her back to the bedroom and this is when we really get our sexy scene as she's knocked out on the bed and he starts checking her for lumps. <laughs> oh my god. Nice. What? <laughs> what? Because well, well, This isn't February. <laughs> He's supposed to be caressing her, but it literally looks like a medical check. Like, it just oh, okay. so you're sexy. saying this might have been like this is just you know you're probably you're gonna be locked in this room for a while. So yeah, let me check yeah. your health. Let me make sure everything's good. Let but make it's sure just, you don't have any lumps on your inner thigh. <laughs> <laughs> you get a tumor in there. You don't know. A little maybe like a little cyst or something. But yeah, she's he's filling up. Filling her up and uh, Reynolds undresses and gets on top oh, of her. Oh, God. And this is so. <sighs> yeah, it's... this is it. We have it. This is the actual movie where instead of just implied rape, Burt Reynolds fucking does yeah, it. Yeah, and he agreed you to this. You thought Stroke of Ace was bad? He said no to Boogie Fuck. Nights. <laughs> yeah. I know. It's sad. It's very. It's saddening. The saddening. The Madden. <laughs> he read Madden. On the screen, he's like, "Oh, great, a football movie." <laughs> oh, I get to be a quarterback, just like Longest Yard. This is great. Yeah, maybe I'll hey, be it coach. comes full circle. Maybe I'll be the coach this time. Yeah. I'll be teaching my young self what to do. And then all of a sudden, while he's on top of her, we get creepy dad just uh, giggling away like a like a schoolboy as he looks on. And uh, why he only sees his dad when he's gonna do something naughty just just fucking drives me crazy. I'm like, what? This is definitely a novel. This is definitely like a creepy, weird novel. This was a book. It was a what? book. What? I yeah. think they. Yeah, yeah you didn't book. see it's based like, on the novel something. I forget what the fuck the title was, but you can tell they definitely kept to the stupid beats of the book because the it might. I feel like some of this might work in that kind of a novel, but when you put it on film, it's just fucking stupid. And well, yeah, because long. like anytime you have to cut so much out of the fucking book, so I think the middle half really drags because I think that was like the part where you got in the book, you found out a lot of Angie Dickinson's backstory, Bert's backstory, what's going on with this fucking kid, what's up with Arthur, what's up with the little fucking Indian hunter kid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there you go. So, uh, <laughs> so Reynolds heads outside to grab his trusty chain weapon. Uh, that's his weapon of choice, by the way, in this movie. It's kind of cool. I'm like, yeah, he's got a little trusty chain weapon. And uh, David hides so he doesn't see him inside the garage. And then Samantha is able to sneak out of Jill's bed because Jill's asleep as fuck. And Samantha finds her mom and tells her shit. She's like, take me away from this bad place. And Cassie's high as fuck. And tells her, um, you need to go by yourself. You need to go out to the woods, little girl. And hopefully you run into somebody and you find the first car that you see and they stop for you. If Guys, if y'all were in a rural town driving on the road and you saw a little girl on the side of the road, I would keep assume going. that is a, some kind of ghost child. <laughs> yeah, keep going. No. Yeah, you know what? That's a ghost. I could drive right through Some it. little girl would <laughs> Fucking destroy some little girl with a noose around her neck and that face paint. No. no oh fuck no. yeah, that that's a ghost. You're like, oh oh shit, th- that fucking ghost made my car go thump. You're like, not this time, Indian ghost. Nope. I mean, Native American ghost. Oh my god. So yeah, so this is fucking getting really bonkers. Uh, um, and Cassie tells her to... <laughs> Cassie, 
Cassie tells her to run, but David once again sneak attacks his own daughter. And he tells her just to be quiet. He's like, be quiet. Reynolds realizes at the same time that Jill lost Samantha, and he's, like, getting pissed off. He's like, maybe she's in the bathroom. So he knocks on the bathroom super hard. Samantha opens the door. Jill goes bonkers on her, like, why the fuck did you leave? And Reynolds just yells at Samantha and says, quiet, like, three or four times in her fucking ear. Poor little girl. Like, in real life, she had Reynolds just yelling in well, her little she, ear. Little she's girl. deaf in that ear today, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Can't so hear her out of this ear because of Burt Reynolds. Uh, she had Burtitis. <laughs> So, um, yeah, there we go. And then David is able to somehow hide just outside the bathroom window <sighs> by holding the holding onto the window somehow. I'm so glad you're you're summing this up the way you are because this is like 40 minutes of the fucking movie is just walking. Yeah. Oh yeah. Which, by the way, why would Burt Reynolds look in the shower at this point? Why does he have any reason to believe there might be somebody hiding know, in this it's fucking bathroom? <laughs> We are just killing fucking time at this point, right? Like, we're just walking around. At one point, I wrote, I was like, where the fuck is Angie Dickinson? She hasn't been on screen in, like, a half hour. I know. Uh, it's... There's somebody else we haven't seen for a while, too. Yeah, where's my chicky, baby? <laughs> chicky nuggets. I want my chicky nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm I'm texting. Hold on. <laughs> okay, here's what happens. Ready? They walk, they walk, they walk, they walk. <laughs> Bert looks in the shower. There's nobody there. He hits a kid a little bit more. Backhands a woman. They walk, they walk, they walk. Uh, the dad comes up and he's all dirty and he's like, "Oh yeah, go meet in the woods, or whatever it is." And he's trying to get uh, his wife out of the bed, but she's chained to it and he can't do it, so he hides and. I mean, this is 40 oh, yeah. minutes of the fucking movie, everybody. It just it goes to a goddamn crawl, this thing. Uh, well, yeah, when Bert takes uh, the little kid out of the bathroom and the, uh, the older sister Jill gets her, she's like, don't take me into the woods. Don't take me into the woods. Yes. Like, I'm going to take you into the woods. And she goes, well, I'm going to take you into the woods back. so you can visit my brother who's buried there. And I was like, oh, that's going to be fun. Yeah, she does the Breer Rabbit thing uh, where she's like, yeah, take me, don't do it. And she's, it. I know, if I was Jill, I'd be like, fuck, I don't want to go to the woods either. How many like, times damn. has little girl seen Song of the South? Damn, man. She even knows how Breer Rabbit's trick. So then David uh, finds Cassie and they both cry, act horribly. And uh, Cassie says, he drugged me. Oh, God. <laughs> now, okay. Now, he's, he's oh. giving her fucking knockout drugs. Why is she awake and why is she all like, oh, ho, 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 ha, ha, ha. Well, oh, I know. I don't know. She's high. I have no idea. I, I don't know what the drugs do. You would think they would knock her out that those aren't drugs that are going to make you high. Is it? And he put like fucking eight of them in her milk. <laughs> it must be some good shit. You know what I'm thinking milk, is they've been ex they've gotten a little expired so now they're just giving her a pretty solid like high like she's just really feeling it mm, like wolf from wall street whereas the fucking ludes are like 20 years old they can't get into the car exactly there you go i think it's, okay. it's, it's, it's that kind of high because she sees his lucky tie and yeah she starts laughing he has to like shut her up he's like Mitch, like they're gonna freaking hear us and um then once jill sees her so they go and uh jill takes the little kid out to the fucking woods and she takes her to the little brother's grave. Jill does a great job digging up this kid. Like, damn, she did that all by herself. I don't think this is her first time. Yeah, and they bet the soil's loose at this This is point. my favorite part when you get to see the dug up kid. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's going up. They don't it's, show a close up. It's Gage from scene. Pet Cemetery. 
but they do show up. They do show pretty solid close up. <laughs> I love it. Um, Jill gets distracted, so Samantha sees her opportunity. She's able to sneak away and run. And then Jill tries to pursue Samantha. While that's happening, Reynolds sees David, who's trying to leave to try to find a tool to get uh, Cassie the, out of those chains. Um, then we're back with Chicky. He says that the Finally. mother and kid are okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Chicky says that the mother and kid are okay because he, he talked to those two dumbasses and he figured out that uh, the wife had gone there first and then David showed up. So he knows David is actually just trying to look for her. Um, so he knows she's alive. But uh, Chicky sees the hood ornament from the Thunderbird, and he gets a hunch. He actually becomes a decent detective. <laughs> he gets a hunch that Cassie's car is very rare, and that might be it. So then the idiot dudes tell him, oh, yeah, we, you know, um, Reynolds is always bringing roadster parts and shit like that, and he's bringing all these cool classic car parts <laughs> yeah, here she's there. at that so moon pie like, salesman's house. <laughs> <laughs> so they tell, they tell Chicky the shortcut to Reynolds' house because Chicky says, yeah, I want to talk to him about classic cars at 11 p.m. Yeah, that's a, he's like, can you tell me where he lives? And it's the middle of the yeah. night. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Hey, look, you never know when you're going to need to buy a 1956 T-Bird. Well, I guess you're right. It's a rare car. And I was just thinking, if only the song was, hey, Chicky, Chicky, you're so fine, you blow my mind. Oh, God. <laughs> so, Thanks, Tim. Uh, <laughs> so Reynolds gives the best, like, southern man speech as he's trying to oh, find David in the swamp. God. He's, didn't he say something about a gator? Yeah, like, yeah. We uh, might hear a little something. Right, that. Why Definitely. the fuck would you hide in the swamp? Wouldn't you like like to stay on ground, on land, instead of go hide in fucking water? I know, especially if you're not from that area. Like, You're going to go in that stinky-ass mossy swamp. Instead of this guy doesn't know how to spell dinosaur, guys. You're giving him a little too much. Yeah, that's right. Oh, Reynolds is is older now. Also, while Daddy is looking for his kids and his wife, he's still wearing that same fucking suit. Like he, (laughs) yes, he's He's still still wearing a suit suit and a tie and everything. Yes, but now it's going to be wet, so it's going to form form fit a little bit. Oh, okay. So then this is where Reynolds sees that Arthur's grave has been dug up and he sees little <laughs> Arthur just dead as fuck, just, just rotten and I, shit. He's still kind of fresh, man. Also, yeah, that wasn't he, an infant was... size. That was a that was a full-grown kid. Yeah, yeah that, that looked like at least like four years yeah. old. Yeah. I was like, I thought we were to understand that he killed him as a baby. <laughs> Did he grow in the coffin? or? Like, what happened? Also, he's not even a skeleton. Like, how long ago did this happen? Well, that's what made me think. When like, you die, your fingernails and your hair still grow, right? <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> so wait, you're telling me you dig me up one day after I'm long dead, and you'll you'll see like these giant ass fingernails coming out of the coffin? Yeah, maybe if you're like under, maybe if you're under twelve years old. Oh my god! Anyway, y'all. So then we see we see Chicky stupid ass arrive at Reynolds' place. Reynolds drunkenly puts the dirt back on his son's grave because he felt when he sees his son's grave, his son's grave. You hear Reynolds try to give a motion, like, oh! oh yeah, he does another Oscar yeah. moment where he's like, "There's gonna yep. be two things: this one, me talking about how my I hate my dad because he didn't have two legs, and the other one is me <laughs> crying over my dead kid." Yep. Yeah, I had the subtitles on. Is A H H H H H H A H. Yep, that's pretty much it. Uh, solid O face. And uh, and the whole time, of course, that music is playing, that Home Alone 2 music is playing while we see Chicky walking around into the... He goes into the VW minibus and he hits his head. Who gives a shit? Then Reynolds seems to give up looking for David and heads back. 
Chicky calls dispatch and he realizes he just found that car. Uh, he was like trying to remember that brother-in-law. We, you know, I found the car, the VW bus. So then he put he calls that in. David is back. Wait, at the hold garage on, hold on. There's looking. one of my favorite parts. Is when he calls oh. it in, they're like, "You what? This isn't even your jurisdiction." Yeah. So you know what? This <laughs> oh, crime doesn't right. count. Yeah, and they're also like, "You know what? <laughs> Fuck off, Chicky." <laughs> oh, Chicky, you're so fine. You're so fine. You blow my mind. I feel like he doesn't oh. work for the police, guys. I feel like he's maybe got his private. He's one of those wannabe. Cops. Yeah, he's like got a private yeah. detective license or whatever, you know. And like he's just he's like a bail bondsman or some shit. And they honestly should have made him a. It would have made more sense if the sister called a private investigator. Yeah. Well, that no, because this thing has to move along because this is all taking place in like what. Two days, maybe two three, three days. days. Yeah, but I mean, and he's still wearing the same Hawaiian shirt. But my favorite part is when he calls it in. They're like, "Fuck off!" <laughs> yeah, fuck you, chicky. You, you know what? Shit. You motherfucker, you ate my sandwich one too many times. <laughs> I know you knew that was my pudding, chicky. I have my fucking name on that sandwich, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> well, your name's Chicken. I got it confused. Oh no, it's a chicken sandwich, not chicky sandwich. <laughs> So uh, David is back in the garage, and he finds a hacksaw to use, so he finds the the thing he's going to use. So then Georgina then walks into Cassie's room. She says, have you seen Reynolds? Oh, oh, um, David, this is the best part. This is the best part of the whole movie. Cassie says, oh, he's been here raping me. (laughs) (laughs) And any doubt that we had. Is completely gone. Yeah, because they don't go. I guess this this was a directed TV movie, right? No, it's rated R. No, I think this oh, actually came out in like some, you know, not like a lot of theaters, but a couple some, of theaters. Because you know. I thought, oh, that's why they didn't show anything too crazy. It was, I think, like like five theaters in Tampa Bay. Oh, <laughs> uh, that must have been big hit in Tampa. They call that. They gave that road a shout out. We give this movie five chickies. <laughs> yep. They're big chicky fans. They're big uh, Mostel family fans down in Tampa. Hey, he looks like me. <laughs> oh, so she's going crazy, and let's just go from this downer scene onto my favorite scene of the movie where Chicky is walking around and like a stupid <laughs> ass. He steps on Annabelle, the doll. It makes a little sound, and right at that moment, Reynolds comes up from behind and slices him like a Christmas ham across the neck. He gets fucking scatmaned. He gets scatmaned bad, dude. And uh, He made it all the way through the fucking ice and the snow, all the way to get to that hotel, and he gets an accident. Oh, wait, no. Different movie. Okay, hold on, guys. This movie did get released theatrically. Do you know? Of course it did. It's rated Hold R. Hold on, Tim. Do you know how much money it made at the box office? I'm going to say... 5000 I'm No, I'm going to say about $13,000. $5,000. I knew wow. it. Wow. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I knew it. Oh, my God. That's one fucking... That's the fucking opening night theater with Burt Reynolds <laughs> and fucking Zero Mostel there, John Houston, Angelica Houston, and they couldn't get more than fucking 5,000 tickets. <laughs> How do you come back from that? Oh, my Whew. God. What was the next thing he did after this? Uh, Boogie Nights. He did. He definitely wow. did some at least one or two movies after this before. Yeah, oh my god! Did, yeah, yeah I think this is like he just fucking turning the shit out. That is so fucking funny. It's funny because Chicky's on the floor bleeding from his throat, <sighs> and Reynolds still kicks him in the stomach just for good measure. Yeah, you <laughs> son of a bitch! <laughs> it would have been nice if like Chicky cut up like threw up a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> it would have been funny if, if Chicky just takes one last bite from the sandwich in his pocket. Oh, God. <laughs> go. Also, like, man, so the, poor Chicky. Instead of growing for the radio or the gun, he grabs a sandwich. <laughs> oh, you know what? Oh, my God. That can't be true. Uh-oh. No, keep going. I'm sorry. You know okay. what he did right after this movie, actually, Tim? Strip tease. Wow! Holy shit. So somebody saw this movie, saw the box office of five grand, <laughs> and said, you know who we need to match up with the hottest fucking actress in the world right now that everybody's going to pay to see her naked? Burt Reynolds, Mr. $5,000 movie. Yeah. And then he was in the Mr. You know, Bean movie. He was Mr. in the Mr. Bean. Bean movie? That's what it's telling me, yeah. Oh my god, okay. Don't believe it. So then uh, Georgina says that Marlene was originally going to call the police when this whole scenario happened back in the day and Reynolds, um, to get Reynolds hanged basically is what Georgina is saying. And so she's all angry about the situation. And then Georgina just leaves the room because Reynolds turns the lights out. So she goes to get a lamp and then, uh, you know, fucking Cassie's just yelling like a crazy person this whole time, obviously. And Samantha runs and finds a cop somehow. And it's a, such a quick scene. It's just like you see the little girl running, she falls, and there's a cop there. Ugh. Well, yeah, what's crazy that is was that cop dispatch, was burying right? a fucking body of his own. He was what? <laughs> he was burying. <laughs> yeah, he had another body to bury. And he's like, oh, oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, little girl, what are you doing out here? <laughs> uh, yeah, our morgue got full, so I just bury bodies. I out mean, here it's now. Tampa. You go out to that swamp, just put whatever you want, dude. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> So uh, Georgina goes here. We you ever go. seen that real erotic movie that takes place in, in a Florida spot? What was that called? Uh, you remember that one with like Denise Richards and Nev? Wow! Yeah, there you go. That's what I thought this yeah. movie was gonna be. You mean the one with Kevin Costner's dick? A Kevin Bacon's dick? Yes. Oh, Kevin yeah. Bacon. Oh, two, yeah. I was thinking about the that and Hollow Man. You get the Hollow Penis in that one, and you get the the real penis in Wild Wild Things or whatever that's called. So then uh, Cassie just hilariously starts yelling at Georgina, like, what the hell is wrong with you? And then Georgina says, you are always a witch. (laughs) David shows up. You know what we do with witches? We burn them. Yeah, she does say that. You know what we do with them. We burn them. So then David shows up, and Georgina is like, you aren't her husband. And Cassie says, he's my new husband, and he's going to take me home. (laughs) And she says it almost (laughs) like that. It's almost that's the way she says her inflection. She's so then, like, yeah, na 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 na. So then David is trying to get the damn chains off, and he manages to do it. But of course, Reynolds shows up with a freaking shotgun. He tells Georgina because Georgina's like introducing Reynolds to her new to Marlene's new husband, and Reynolds is like, Marlene and Donna are dead. Because before Marlene could go to the cops, Georgina gave them that warm milk cocktail to kill them. And Georgina's his signature is the warm milk roofie. Yeah, that's yeah. It. so it turns out that his wife is the one who killed her sister and her sister's kid. Because she didn't want them to... Marlene to... and Don. At this point, I'm yep. just... Ergo, that's why she's trying to replace them. <laughs> yes. And then uh, we suddenly we see his old man and he's saying that Reynolds is the one that should have been put to sleep. You never did anything right in your whole damn life. And even though he's seeing his pops, he actually does shoot Georgina, who was in the wheelchair at the time. No, that part's so great. But I don't think that dad, like, look, of course, he did something, right? He, he was able to kill that kid pretty well. Yeah, that's you know? true. I mean, that was, yeah. he got away with it. Give, give, and he buried the other two bodies. Yeah, give credit where credit's due, you know? 
Yeah. And we probably get the best uh, solid Burt Reynolds A R R G H H A H H H A R R after he kills his own wife. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> fucking David has the shotgun. And he hesitates to shoot yeah, Reynolds. This, so Reynolds. What the fuck is he doing? An asshole. Useless. He makes it all this way to, to puss out on shooting him. Yeah. Like, Where's Chicky when Our you need hero. him? Chicky would have taken the shot. <laughs> he no, he's got mad. <laughs> and then, uh, so then Reynolds throws a freaking oil lamp at the wall. A fire breaks loose like crazy shit. I'm like, is that Reynolds? Was that a fucking lamp or a Molotov? Like, <laughs> this movie's fuck? like, hey, we got some money, guys. We got enough to light a wall <laughs> on fire. And a uh, big old battle breaks out. Well, that's a, David. let's not give it too much credit. Well, not a no, battle, because but. the biggest fight is between Burt Reynolds and the girl. Because he <laughs> fucking punches her two times. And he's going to punch her a third fucking time, too. She's already knocked out. He's really going to go <laughs> Well, we her. did learn he's a and, boxer, Tim. Oh, that's right. That's oh, yeah, that's right. right because, yeah, that's right. Because he was fucking giving the other guy kidney punches left and right. Because I was going to say, he fucks David up twice. Two or three times. Yeah. Like, David gets back up and he whoops his ass There's, like, head. some weird subplot that they never follow through with about how Bert was actually a boxer. And, yeah. like, they have, like, a yeah. picture in the gas station of him, like, winning a fight and being on a magazine or something. Uh, yeah, it looks... It actually looks like a real picture, too, so it must have been, like, from a movie, like, 30 years ago. But, like, it has nothing Probably. to do with the rest of the movie. Like, most everything like they, does. Remember that imaginary kid? <laughs> yeah, but see, again, here it is. I It's the book. All this shit is probably in yeah, the book. Yeah, it's probably more in depth on the book because I bet you he was like a hometown hero, so everyone knows who he <laughs> is. Hero. Yeah, that's right. That's why he has the garage because he's just living off his name and all that shit. And Angie yeah. Dickinson was the cheerleader that he banged and got pregnant and then had yeah, the Yeah, you got to read with. the book. Yep, yep, yep. The idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were saying the other with, with the M, and that's like the you're just trying to avoid it. And no, like, no, no, no. He might be the same size as that, but I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the next day now. Oh yeah. Wait, oh no, skipping. the best part of the wait. whole movie, Dan. This this really is like. Look, you got to sit through a lot, but this part. Woo. <laughs> woo. <laughs> Yeah, you know, the the woman had to come in and get shit done. She grabs the shotgun. Reynolds is like, Marlene, I love you. <laughs> We're like, what? He, she fucking shoots. He decides to go charge at her. He, he shoots him right in the chest. He falls back, goes through the wheelchair. He falls in the wheelchair. Falls in the wheelchair, goes through the boarded, boarded window. Pay no attention to those strings that you see. And he is still jettisoning himself out of a boarded window on a wheelchair. That's right. The last time we saw this wheelchair, the guy was pushing it into the window. So the seat would be facing the window. So there'd be no way for Burt Reynolds to be sitting in this wheelchair. But somehow he is sitting in this wheelchair. Going at like a million miles an hour, enough force to like go through a boarded window. And like I said, you can see the two wires pulling him out through the fucking thing. Too. Does oh like ten God. flips on the way down out of the house. Beautiful dummy Staying work. Staying in the wheelchair. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful dummy work. It kind of tells me that like Cassie should have broke, like separated her shoulder with the fucking gun that has that kind of power. Oh yeah, you look back, she's just a fu- she's dead. 
she should be casting one arm now. One arm. Jesus Christ. So he falls out. He falls down the. He falls out of the house, and then we just see his old man. He's just like. <laughs> so okay. So is the old man really a ghost? Because Burt Reynolds is of dead. Of course he's Why really a ghost. Why are we still seeing the old man? Is he really a ghost? Yes, he's a fucking ghost. What the fuck? He's not a ghost. He's supposed to be in Burt Reynolds' head. Nobody else sees him. Angie Dickinson no, doesn't he, see him. He is a ghost, but he's cut. Like, so go to ghosts, I guess, connect to people. So maybe that's why Reynolds was seeing him. But he's always been a ghost. And then the movie's like, he's still there laughing, but we're just not in Reynolds' head. No, no. See, I so, think this is psychological. I don't think it's fucking. See, uh, I think he's a guy. He died there, so he just probably wait, haunts the house. Tim, you thought this was an actual ghost and not just a figment? Of course it's a figment no, no, of his no, imagination. No, that's what I'm saying. That's, no, that's no, what no. I'm saying. It's not it's, a figment. I it's supposed to be a figment ghost. of Bert's imagination. What do you so guys how mean a real ghost? This guy, after Bert is dead, no, he's a fucking. What do ghost, you mean, dude? real ghost. ghost? There's no such thing as ghost. <laughs> well, we don't know in this book. Maybe there was a thing as ghosts. <laughs> no, no, this is all in Bert's head. That's why when we see the scene in the red room where he's killing the kid, red rum, red rum. It's the scene. Next scene is the father's eyes opening up. Boom! That's what brings him back into Bert's head. And after the feeling guilty of killing his own fucking idiot son. He you brings see, his father. Back. I assumed that the dad was alive. He just looks old and decrepit. Like he wait, was alive you thought the dad is still son. alive now, like in the movie? No, no. I thought I figured that in the scene on the where they we, on the staircase, Arthur, that the dad was actually still alive. And no, so he no, hears no. the kid screaming and crying, and then he hears all the screaming from from Reynolds because he screams this whole fucking movie, and it wakes the dad up because he was taking a nap in his little wheelchair. Then how do you get? Uh, no, no. And then the dad later died, haunts the house, and Reynolds still sees him all the time. And he's always telling shit to Reynolds because maybe Reynolds even killed the dad. We don't know. But. No, see, they're both crazy. They're both seeing things. Angie Dickinson is looking at these two but again, kids once again, and though, thinking why it's her sister see, and the kid. But why would we see the dad if he's Reynolds is dead? And we That's what I mean. That's, That's because what he's a I mean. fucking the whole- ghost. Everyone knows in this. Whoever's listening to this knows. Obviously, the dad is supposed to be some paranormal thing that Reynolds sees because it's his dad. Anyway, so the credits roll. End the movie. <laughs> Two hours forty nine minutes. No. Goodbye, Eddie, everybody. Bloodybitch.com. We have a Patreon page. Eddie does it's... some great movies on streaming every Saturday. In fact, tonight Saturday night he does a double feature. Anyway, hold on, hold on, God damn it! I'll mute you and edit you and delete you from this show. So with it the is next grindhousefilm.com. And, <laughs> and what? But y'all are skipping my favorite part. Oh, it's the part where Jill throws the Annabelle doll down the, the down the well. Oh, that's we right. Just... We're setting up for part two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Annabelle part two. Yeah. Well, no, but... because now she's gonna grow up. She's gonna be Angie Dickinson. She's oh, gonna be Jill's just like a mom. Be... Yeah, Jill's gonna be um, bringing old old guy with a mustache <laughs> and his looking mom. for a little Native American kid to tie up with a fucking dude. Jill's has, Jill has a tough job ahead of her. She's gonna have to get all the kidnap all these people, and try to like get them over to the house and pretend that they're her family. It's gonna be a whole thing. So part two, stay tuned for that. Uh, movie over. Thank um, God. I will say, not a lot of memorable characters in this movie not a lot of great acting in this movie in fact i did not have a lot to choose from for this quick impression but i'm excited to bring you this quick impression are we gonna hear it live or is it gonna be yeah shut up okay
quick impressions. You just won't stay put, will you, boy? Let me tell you what's out there. Water moccasins. <laughs> Water moccasins. That son of a bitch just hits you. Had a Yankee boy down here once. Water skiing. Fell in a whole nest of water moccasins. He was dead before we ever got him out of the water. Now gators. They got a fear of man, you see. Unless you feed them. And I feed these goddamn gators every day. Step on a gator boy. It ain't like stepping on a custard pie. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> wow. Why didn't he say moon pie? Yeah. I, he should have said moon pie. He had an opportunity. You know, Dan, what oh, Dan right. just did took up 20 minutes of the movie. It took 20 minutes for Bert to get that shit out. <laughs> this is the rating part of the show. As you all know, I rate these movies by my favorite mustaches. The full Fu Manchu is the greatest recommendation you can give to a movie. The Boris mustache is pretty fucking good. The horseshoe mustache is eh. And then you have the Hitler mustache, the toothbrush mustache, which is just fucking burn this movie in hell. Mike. Hitler. Hitler. <laughs> Tim. Uh, I'm torn between the horseshoe and, like oh I think I said God. last time, the Michael Jordan Hitler mustache. Oh, you're going to. Yeah, so Tim has created his own category. Um of Michael Jordan Hitler mustache, which is a kind of weird in between between the horseshoe and the full blown Hitler. Yeah, I can I see think we that. Need something before uh, we go full Tim's one of those one point five star type of guys. Huh? <laughs> yeah, he's five doesn't a scale of five uh, doesn't work for you, huh, Tim? You got to go all the way to ten with that shit, huh? Uh, no, look, look, just to see. Like I said to Daniel when I said in the first second did you ever want to see a movie where Ferris Bueller's girlfriend squats in a room to take a piss? I mean, do you want my honest answer? No. <laughs> really? Yes, like, there's like, if there was like a 10 second no. clip on fucking Vimo or TikTok, whatever the young people Yeah, call you know it. on TikTok, that new thing where, where people go into random rooms and piss themselves. <laughs> I'm sure if you search, there's something on it. You may have just come up with something. You <laughs> and then, know. like I said, Burt Reynolds... Basically trying to rape Ferris Bueller's girlfriend while an old man ghost eggs him on. Or not a ghost. I Let's get not it. get into that conversation again. I get it. <laughs> is he a ghost? Isn't he a ghost? Does that ghost have a sandwich? I like Does how have Mike is, bringing his, is so skeptical of paranormal beings. He won't even accept that there's an actual ghost. Of course there's not a ghost. No, there's nothing in this movie that sets up that he's a ghost. Nothing. No, we are not. Yeah, I'm says, with him. Like we are not in a world la- where ghosts exist in this movie. Like that has not been yeah. established. It's movie language says that this is in Bert's Yeah, head. it's just that's why it's called the maddening. He's going mad. I'm Both of them. The novel, and I'm going to come back that. and report on this next episode oh, for sure. I'm I wonder how much that's going to cost. Was it written by Zero Mostel? Yeah. I give this movie a solid. For the very first time, everybody, wow. in Podcast history, Hitler mustache. Oh, God, thank you, Holy Daniel. shit, it's so, so we bad. got two and a half Hitler mustaches. I never want to ever recommend... I'm never going to speak about this. I don't want people... I honestly don't want anyone to... Don't watch this movie. You know, it's Please. a good thing. Listen, you got two and a half Hitler mustaches, so there is some room for a future movie to be even worse than this. I don't know what it'll be. But there is a chance. There's a chance. There is a chance. You don't want to I, bottom out too soon, right? <laughs> In the cold open, I'm going to tell people don't watch it. Like, I just... It's just not worth it. You know... It's just not worth it. In the, the novel version, 
There is no fight between the husband and the wife. How do you know? Because it says right here that she's on her way to go see her husband. So the sister-in-law, the sister and the brother-in-law were completely made up? Yeah. It says Stacy and her daughter Tammy are on their way to the Catskills to meet up with Stacy's husband. The car overheats and Stacy pulls into a small, small town service station. So they change the names and they change it from the South to New York Catskills. Yeah, and then the attendant gives her, uh, tries to fix her car's problem, then gives her bad directions for a shortcut, and then the same thing happens. Wait, whoa! That guy, the car, the gas station service guy, is not the guy who kidnaps her. She just happens to meet these people at a farm and ask them for help and those are the people that takes her prisoner ah wrong so, turn so that means that means i can't get that information from the novel i need to contact danny houston and ask him was this supposed to be a ghost or is this all in his head of it doesn't say anything about a ghost in the novel <laughs> is he yeah, on twitter it's so different from the novel that I need to ask the actual guy that directed it. Like, that's the only way to know. Or the writer. That's like I said, that's what's crazy. Because that, that's one of the big notes that I have is that throughout the whole movie, it looks like it's in Burt's head. But then Burt Reynolds is dead, and we still see, after that, we see the father. And yeah. is he trying to imply that with Burt Reynolds dying, the the shit that's driving him crazy about his father, the guilt of killing his son, and his father abusing him probably is dying along with him is it that deep of a fucking movie I, it looks like his his father's gonna be in that house forever and he's just having a good time fucking with his son and watching uh, him die doesn't the house burn down yeah but his father's fine like you know i mean he'll still be around like you know he'll, he, that's why we never see him outside of the house or anything like that you don't he never sees his father in the garage he's stuck in that house because that's where he died do we yeah, ever the, see angie dickinson outside the house is she a ghost no, I don't think she's a ghost. She's, she's not definitely a... real. <laughs> Nobody's <laughs> trying to get Mike this time. Guys, the anyway, other thing oh, is, 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 is that the chicky character is, is described as, quote, a Columbo type in the book. What? <laughs> oh, my God, no. <gasps> oh, man, we need the fucking adventures of Chicky. <laughs> oh, man. Um, chicky, bow, dude. wow, wow. Mike, do you have any plugs for this Oh, yeah, show? you listen to me on the Grindbin. Grindbin podcast, everybody. Tim, how about you? You got any plugs for this show? Uh, let's see. I'm the uh, new co-host of bloodybits.com. Always a great listen. You like horror. You like humor. Whatever. Just doing you this like off the top of my head. Shakers. I probably should have written something down. You like mattress uh, I know there's a Patreon page. Eddie has some pins that he made up. Streaming movies. Whatever you want. We got it. Just let everyone know that you will get sold a timeshare every episode. So yeah, that's uh, the official. Yeah, but it's in Tampa Bay. That's your guys' official tagline, right? Whatever you want, bloody bits, whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, it's bloody you. bits, whatever you want. <laughs> well, as you all know, you can find the show at Mustachio Podcastio. You know how to spell it because I've spelled it three how times. How do you? What has it again? Perfect. You can find it on Instagram, on Twitter, mpodcastio. Send me your recommendations. I've gotten more and more recommendations as this has been going on, so that list is growing. I cannot wait to cover some of these movies as long as they're not the maddening. I cannot wait. <laughs> Thank you all so much for joining the show. Absolutely love having you all on. Can't wait till we can all do this again uh, in the next, um, I don't even know, 
five or six months. I don't know. I'm going to give it some time because this is too powerful and I'm exhausted. That means too long of editing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Y'all tell everybody bye. Y'all have a good one. Bye. <laughs> Goodbye. Have a good one.